everyone, to episode 102 of the Bowcast Podcast. I'm your host, Caleb Payne, joined by my co-host, Speedy Chief 2. What it is, what it do, what it be, Caleb Payne. You know, and what it's not. And what it's not is, there ain't no hot chip today. I'm sorry, y'all. No, it's true. I'm slacking. I'm the evolution of Vigoroth. I'm slacking. You really are, yeah. Did you? Okay, oh, I got a question for you. Did you uh, yeah. spend Sardust? No, what I haven't done the stream that? yet. Oh my gosh! Have you started playing GBL? Yeah, uh, I, 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 have I have. A, I have a bet idea for first two veteran. By the way, I um, played almost all my sets this this past few days. Oh, dude, I'm I'm behind. I'm still like rank seven or something because I, I haven't <gasps> played like I haven't played any um this past weekend because I was at Milwaukee. Mm-hmm. I tried to, I tried to, and I was like, um, I had a few drinks. <laughs> it was late. Yeah, and adult I beverages. definitely was like uh, playing weird. And for the people that I was beating, damn, Ouch. dude. Yeah. Talk about down bad moments. That's... Yeah. <laughs> it feels personal. Stuff. Yeah. But I didn't beat a lot of people. I think I went one and four in one of my sets. But luckily, I only needed one win to rank up. So I was okay. But, yeah. <laughs> but you're, probably, you're, like... probably just, you're probably just confusing them. They're like, what the, what the hell is he doing? So here's what I was doing I was playing GBL, and I was also on a call with some of my friends, and we're playing like Gartic Phone. You know what that mm-hmm. is? Yes, it's like, I do. It's like it's like it's, telephone pictionary. So you have to draw. Really you have to draw. So if let's say like the if I say if I write a prompt, I'll be like, "Speedy without a beard." Yeah. The next person will get "Speedy without beard," and they have to draw a picture of what they think that is. The person after them gets that picture, and they have to write what they think it is, right? And they might be like, mm-hmm. they might just write like I don't know. They, they might not realize it's you without beard. They might write like baby face or something based on what they draw, right? And then, <laughs> sure. then the next person draws a baby face because that's what they're doing. It just goes on and on. Yeah, I was yeah. doing all that while playing GBL, <laughs> so I was definitely like doing like like not like on top of my game. That but, is no, it's fine. Dude, um, Gartic anyway. Phone's really fun. I remember yeah. watching Jorginho play it on his streams. Mm-hmm. It's pretty. It's really good. Hey, we should do it sometime. Yeah, I play with a couple people, but it'd be fun. Um, yeah, streaming it could be tricky depending on what kind of content you're you're adding to the Gartic Phone. But it's um, true. Yeah, I could with my friends so. Could be a bit a bit tricky, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But dude, it's good to good to be with you, man. You just got back. I did. I literally just got back. Today is Monday. Uh, yeah. I was in Milwaukee this morning, and now I'm not. So uh, it was good, though. You know, uh, it was a fun weekend. We'll talk more about that. Yeah, you know, I will say on my plane right back, and too actually, I was flying Delta. Shout out to Delta, man. They got John Wick Four now on on what? the plane. Yeah, dude, I'm I'm booking a flight right now. I don't care where I'm going. You are going somewhere though. You you find Delta or you not find Delta? Uh, I have to go American, unfortunately. Oh, yeah. wait, do you usually go American or do you just no? Go, like, I I usually go to... Delta, but I didn't have a good flight path, so I had to take like this oh. six a.m. American out of my airport. Well, you just had to wait to watch John Wick another day, then you know. Yeah, but it was good though. It was. Uh... I heard it was the best one. Really? That's what I heard. That's what people are saying. Okay, it's so hard. Maybe, it's hard to maybe, beat the first. It, it, well, yeah, I don't know. Part of me is also like, either I'm like getting old, or I'm just, <laughs> I was just tired, or maybe both. The movie was long. I will put it that way, and the fight scenes were really long. Like oh, they just really? some of them just lasted forever. And honestly, at a certain point, and it, maybe this was intentional, it started looking a little sloppy. Yes. Like they're like, it's like, it's like, it looks like 
Keanu Reeves in his character is tired. Like, John Wick is yes. tired. But he mm-hmm. actually sh- was tired by the end of it because he's literally been fighting for, like, a f- 20 minutes straight. I'm like, Hell yeah, he's I'm, tired. like, tired watching it, right? I'm like, dude, like, when, like, there's literally, un- like, like a whole, like, slew of bad guys, like, nonstop, right? Like, yeah. and, and it's weird because, like, they have, like, the suits in John Wick. Like, you can shoot it with bullets and, like, it doesn't, like, it's, like, it's, like, yeah. bulletproof suits, right? Yes. So, it's, like, comicals because, like, they're squaring off. They're shooting. They're unloading clips on each other and nothing's happening, right? And I'm just, yeah. and I, I, I yeah. forgot about the suit thing. If you haven't seen it, it's not much yeah. of a spoiler, but, I mean, the, the spoiler is obviously he's still alive in the fourth movie, right? But, yeah, like, the yeah, suits yeah, yeah. are bulletproof. Or a lot of the good suits are, right? But I'm just like, dude. I was like, what is going on? But um, yeah. but pardon me, maybe I'm just getting old. I just don't appreciate fight scenes as much. Because like, I remember when I was a kid, Matrix Two. I was like, why people like crappy on Matrix Two? Like, I thought it was great, right? Like the, the fight scenes are great. But like looking back, I was like, yeah. I mean, maybe there wasn't as much depth to it as the first and third one because yeah. it was just a bunch of fight scenes. But no, dude. Honestly, he looked he looked to, to be getting a bit slow in the third one at certain mm-hmm. times. Um, and it's really intense. How old is he? He's in his fifties. Is he? Does he do his own stunts? Yes, he yes, does. He does. Oh, well, yeah, for the most part, he is fifty-eight. Dude, he's almost sixty. He's almost sixty, and he's like literally beating up twenty-year-old mm-hmm. jacked mercenary, like mm-hmm. violent people. Like, uh, come on, yeah, come on. yeah. Uh, so it's uh, it, it was good though. I I enjoyed it. Um, but I I watched it like I had a I had a layover every each way too. So oh, nice. It took, it took me until the way back to finish it but they Dude. have that on it and they also have that new um ant-man movie the oh i watched i watched quantum mania actually yeah. last night i have i have disney or i have access to disney plus so i can i can check it out that's why i was like ah, i'll just watch john Wick. Yeah. but i heard it was like yeah. the, the ant-man one wasn't as good it's okay i don't want to give any spoilers to anyone who hasn't seen it yeah. but i feel like again it's like it's just weak writing I don't know how else to describe mm. it. It's just weak writing. Dude, I feel like all the Marvel movies have been kind of underwhelming since Endgame. I liked. I, heard, I, I actually liked um, Black Panther two though. That was very enjoyable. Oh man, I haven't seen it yet. I heard oh, Guardians okay. three. I heard Guardians three is actually very good. Is it out in movies or is it's, it's been it's theaters been out, right? Oh okay. Mm-hmm. Maybe I should check it out. Yeah, I haven't gone to theaters since but, Black but, Panther uh, two actually. But warning, but warning label, there is um, some cruelty towards animals. So if you're definitely sensitive to that, don't, don't either don't go in and watch it or know that going in. I remember uh, actually the announcer from Worlds, Anna, tweeted out, she's, she's hypersensitive to that kind of thing. She tweeted out and said, I wish somebody would have warned me because it was very upsetting. That's a good, that's a good thing for sure. Yeah. Um, Has to do with Rocket's past, right? And, you know, he's obviously a modified raccoon. Apparently a lot of the other experiments didn't turn out and it's pretty pretty messed up dang 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 that's yeah. like uh one of my friends said she like she was like hey we should check out this documentary it's called don't f with cats right oh like, yeah. oh yeah i was like oh that's gonna be like how you know cats like are deadly like they scratch you once you might like die from some disease they gave you right <laughs> but no it's like it's about like a serial killer that murders like kids right and i was like not prepared no, for that. no no no, 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 no it's no. a real it's a real thing though so yeah from Canada it was Canadian. Rough. I'm just kidding. No, it's not. So what? But but it, it was, clip it. Clip it. Say <laughs> <Is that> Twitch <laughs> can't clip me. No, but uh, no, it, it was some Canadian serial killer though, and he was killing cats. It was, it was pretty bad. That's. But I was like, I was like, yeah, that's not what I thought it was going to be. But it was it was such a pretty interesting documentary. It's on Netflix. Yeah. Check it out. Yeah. Well, yeah. Anyway, 
Well, we talked about a bunch of nothing here, but here we go. Let's talk about the questions from uh, episode one hundred and episode one hundred and one, and we'll be caught up on all the questions. Actually, oh, uh, I see it, I see it. There's a scroll chopper comment already. Yeah, let's yep. let's start from the top though. But uh, all right, John uh, Murray just says Z with that, you know, celebration party, emoji, which party popper, yeah, you know, party popper. Uh, yes, exactly. Toshi Suzuki says, "Congrats on crossing the hundo milestone. Here's to many more episodes." Yes, let's go, Toshi. Yes. Hopefully, uh, I don't know if Toshi Suzuki was at the Torino regionals. Okay, so I actually have a question. Is it Torino or Turin? I see, I'm I've seen both. both. I've seen both, too. Is Turin, Turin maybe is like the more like Italian pronunciation or terminology or spelling, maybe? Yeah. I think so I'm going to lean more towards that unless someone says otherwise. But Torino is like what it says on like Arcanine and like a lot of like a lot of other official English sources. But it's not a, it's not an English city, right? So... Yeah, I, I noticed on the challenge bracket it also says Turin. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and and a lot of people tweeting about it say Turin, right? So yes. I, I want to be as I want to say like I'm not saying Torino is inaccurate, but I just want to be. Yeah. Well, I wanna, well, honestly, I want to say what's I want to say what's preferred. So here's the thing, right? As Americans, we the rest of the world just generally assumes that we're ignorant and we don't put in the effort to learn this kind of stuff. So it's the same principle when we went to Melbourne and we tried to call it more like Melbourne. We're trying to at least be respectful. Like, you, you guys are overdoing it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, we're trying to be. What is that guy in my head? He's like, he was like, Melbourne, Melbourne. He's like, he really emphasized it. I was just like, all right. I was like, yeah. But, but we, we always just want to respect where we go, right? Yeah. So, yeah. We try exactly. to be accurate. Yeah. Even like player like pronunciation names. Like, like Kimmy, I think like a lot of people say Kimmy Sui, but it's actually Kimmy Sui. Right, because Butters, I, yeah, Butters, I think asked him specifically at Fort Wayne about it, and see, it's Kimmy Sweet. So I was like, I'd always like err on pronouncing it how they, it should be pronounced or how they want it to be pronounced. Right? Yes, of course. Yeah. Um, P P Soat says, I've been with y'all for a hundred episodes, and I'm so appreciative for the inform information and the entertainment. Thanks for bringing Z back for this one. First ballot Pokemon Go Hall of Famers. <laughs> I love it. I love it. True. True. Yeah. You know. One day when we're old, we'll look back on this moment and be like, man, we played this game when it came out. Some people weren't even born when this game came oh, out. Oh, shut up, dude. That's true. That's true. Stop, uh, that's true. Stop aging us, man. I, okay. Oh, we, we talked about Kimmy Sweet, right? Okay. So Kimmy Sweet actually turned 15, right? We'll talk more about Kimmy Sweet later. He, he, uh -huh. he recently did quite well in Milwaukee. His birthday was uh, this past Sunday, right? 15 years old. Pokemon Go came out in the summer of 2016. So, Kim was born in like 2008? I, I guess so, right? Wait, so what was that? That was seven years ago, yeah. right? So the game came out when he was eight years old. That's wild. Jeez. <laughs> Barely eight, right? Just turned eight. Oh God! He's closer to seven. Oh, no, he, no, he, no. Actually, no. I'm, my math's off. No, he's eight. Yeah, <laughs> but you know, you know, it was it was raining today, and my knees ached, and now I know why. Because I'm getting old. I'm just kidding. My no, my knees didn't ache, but it did rain. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever heard that? Tell me you've heard that. No, no, I have. I'm just I'm laughing because you're you're like acting like you have a knee pain, but there was no pain. Just like just like regular weather. <laughs> like <laughs> that that was that was yeah that was a joke inside of a pun. So. <laughs> This is the evolution of the dad joke. A joke Alex, instead of a metaphor. Yeah. Alex Baker. Yeah. We love your metaphors. Alex. See, I had to understand the metaphor to understand the joke within the metaphor, right? <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, yeah, You're yeah. going two steps above my understanding here. 
<laughs> yeah, you're speaking two different languages at this point. Alex Baker says, congrats on the century, Mark, and glad to hear from Zionic again. I also want to uh, comment that for the first time in a couple years, I finally, for a brief stint, got back on the GBL leaderboard again for the first time in a couple of years. Alex Potato Baker is my handle. Yo, congrats, Alex. Wait, so. Let's go. Wait. So he, he's not just a baker. He's a potato baker. I like that. It's true. He makes French um, fries. <laughs> I know there are a lot of warranted criticisms to mention about the game, but I will say that it is amazing to see how competitive and talented GBL participants have become over time. I'm proud to have battled against many skilled trainers this past season and look forward to the eventual episode 150, 200, and so on. Thank you so much, Alex, and congrats on the GBL leaderboard as well. And absolutely right there, too. I think GBL coming out and people playing PP for so many years, like people are just so good. I'm watching yes. like these regionals, right? I'll speak specifically to Milwaukee Hills Cassian, so I had like a closer eye to it. I'm watching like the losers finals, the grand finals. I'm just like, dude, like anyone can win worlds. Like it's not yes. like like the skill, yes. like the the skill difference is so small. And because of that, there's so much room for other people to outplay others, right? I'm watching Bulk get 3-0'd in the first bracket reset, and then he goes back and goes 3-1, right? Like, it's just like, you look like, oh, there's no way he comes back from this, but he makes, like, such minor adjustments and, like, Dude. make cleaner plays, right? And Kimmy Sweet just, like, you know, he, he's he's not perfect, right? He plays really well, but, like, you know, even he's going to make some misplays, right? But he's playing perfectly in the first set. He makes a few misplays and, like, you know, Bulk capitalizes on it. It's just, like, it's just wild because it's, like, these are just two people out of so many that are going to Worlds. So Snots as well. I thought Snots played, played really well. I thought he came back from some pretty impossible mm -hmm. matches in, in a True. couple of them, right? Um, I think one specific one against Ryan Swag, he played really well. Um, yeah. But uh, but just imagine like like Rise versus Kimi Sui in Worlds. Or, dude, Rise, or Rise went two and two in this tournament, right? Yeah. He, went, well, he, he lost the first one, right? Imagine like yeah. Doombug versus Bird Power. It, yeah. Worlds is going to be – it's going to be on, on – unimaginable and people wonder why i say i'd rather commentate than play <laughs> you think <laughs> i want to fly all the way there just to go oh two if i had the ch chance to commentate heck no <laughs> yeah right dude i was i was disappointed myself when i didn't do well at hartford right <laughs> and i didn't do poorly i got to the winners and losers finals but like for me like i felt bad about it but like dude at worlds like i'm gonna do way worse than that for sure right <laughs> uh, i don't know i don't know dude like we'll you see. said any, anyone anyone who's qualified could win it that's true. That's true. You know what it is? I didn't bring Bastiat on. That's dude. You know what? Fresno's coming up. Oh. And you know what's what's looking good in a meta champ Reggie Seal meta, right? That Bastiat on baby. <laughs> if 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 uh, any of our our competitors are listening at Fresno, do you know what to prep for? Bring your Basti counters. <laughs> no one has to prep for it. Metacham is on every team. <laughs> <laughs> true. true, it's, true. Like, it's like, oh, I accidentally have the hardest counter Basti on. <laughs> Like, Dude, exactly. <laughs> it's like the moment you type your name on the registration, you already have a Bastion counter, you know? <laughs> mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, so who is Josh says, Zionic was the first YouTuber subscribed uh, to regarding PP and haven't looked back since. I'm with Zionic on the basic Avatar cosmetics. Pretty basic stuff in that segment of uh, Fortnite didn't patch its game in nine months. And, uh, it, it was, it's, and that segment, if Fortnite didn't patch its game in nine months, and players uh, would be glitch invisible. Would they even have a brand? 
answers on a postcard, please, and send it to John Hankey, CEO of Niantic. Your answers on how to run a business and patch a game with basic requirements. His response is, I see your concerns and questions about our game will be taken into consideration our next dev diaries, dust rolling. <laughs> on, a, on a side note, have you seen our new shiny web store that no one asked for for very minimal extra content? Yeah, I will say, yeah, so the new web store, I think I had it in our agenda last week, but I took it off because we had other stuff to talk about. Uh, um, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I don't think people are working. I mean, yeah, that's took resources to make and stuff. I think that's just long-term going to save Niantic money because they have to give a portion of the money to the Apple store, right, when you buy, like, stuff. So if you buy it straight from their website, they don't have to give that portion to the Apple store, which means they save, which is why you get some extra coins, right? Yeah. But it's just like... Uh, well, okay, I, w- I won't say I won't say the person's name, but one of our one of our uh, colleagues pointed that out. They're like, "Oh, this is a clever way to get around those uh-huh. iOS fees and those uh, Google Play fees." Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Interesting. No, I mean, I don't know. Like you, like like the comment said, nobody asked for it. It's it's here. You can use it if you want to. Do I think it's clever on the company uh, from the company to to uh, install this kind of method? Yeah, I think it's pretty clever. Does it bother me? Eh, not necessarily. I just think it's kind of cheeky, you know. I like you make somebody... up the cost difference for losing all and all those remote, remote raids, man. It's dude. It's like you uh, you see somebody order like double cheese on their pizza, and you're like, I wouldn't do that, but I see what you're going for, and it's fine. <laughs> Does it bother me? Right? Okay. Double cheese on a pizza? I don't even know what that dude. is. Dude, I've never see. Seen that. Dude, finally we agree on something. So get a timestamp. And, <laughs> and let's put like a handshake emoji over this. We agree yeah, on something. Yeah. The next time will be in the episode 200s. DeFi yeah, exactly. says, so good to see Zyagon here. He's my original PvP coach. I hope I get to meet him in person someday. Hearing about him possibly leaving the Pokemon Go space was hard to hear, but it makes sense. Family comes first. Here's hoping for a substantial PvP update. Uh, this was 11 days ago, right? Because, again, we're covering... Uh, episode, uh, comments from two episodes ago so uh we had a, a decent amount of updates actually i will say that but we'll talk more about yeah. that um on how it impacted regionals but yeah uh great to great to also commentate with defy this past weekend as well in milwaukee chad cameron says man this cast took uh uh took harsh turn around the one hour mark <laughs> yeah that's probably when we were i commented i said i said it got really crappy oh 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 this is episode, oh, episode 100 yeah. yeah oh gotcha gotcha Wait, wait. What do you mean it got crappy? Uh, oh, we were all talking about our that stories. comment. Or something? Wait, yeah, what? I replied. I replied to Chad's post. Oh, oh, just gotcha, now. gotcha. Oh yes. Oh, oh yes, yes, yes. I forgot. Yeah, we're telling our poop stories and our, <laughs> our vomit stories. Yeah, dude, exactly. it was weird. I don't know if this happened to anyone else. I was listening to that episode back when I was like driving to a friend's place, and it was like in the middle of my story, like in the beginning of my like vomit poop story. Uh, all of a sudden, it cuts to like almost like 30, 40 minutes into the future and it's your voice and you're talking about your story or recapping your story. It's like after both you and I tell your stories. Do they, they edit you out? No, no, no. <laughs> Did they? I'm the one that like publishes the stuff, right? So I and yes, edit they. the stuff. So I, I was confused. I was like, crap, like did I mess up the <laughs> crap? But did I mess up the, the, <laughs> the editing, right? And it was weird because not only did it go up like 40 minutes, we were all speaking at 1.5 speed. What? It was so weird. I, I should have screen recorded it, right? It was really late at night, but I was not delusional. Like, I, I legit, like, rewind it. And so what I did was I immediately went home. I was like, 
I was like, damn. I was like, I need to, I need to check to see if the YouTube version, the YouTube version looked fine. I went on Spotify on my computer and it sounded fine, but on my phone it sounded really funky. That's bizarre. It was, it was fixed by the next day. It was super weird though. All of a sudden, like, like I'm talking, all of a sudden you're laughing at like a higher pitched tone. I'm like, what is going on here? <laughs> I was like, Let's go. yeah, I was like, did we lose all this content? I wish I, I wish I, no one even knows what the heck I'm talking about because no one else experienced this. If you experience it yourself, please let me know, right? It was probably the mobile Spotify version at the very latest. I was, I don't know what happened, but like I literally went back to it and it was like gone. It was like, I don't know. Interesting. Weird, yeah. dude. Weird things are happening. Dude. I mean, it was late at night, but I, I swear <laughs> I heard it all. Squirrel Trapper. Our oh man. Fan, Here we go. Says, those 40k viewers weren't organic viewers, you idiot. The vast, <laughs> the vast, vast majority who were there were only there to obtain the in-game code and had zero interest in PvP. Well, you know, dude, we gotta take Score Trapper's word, right? He knows the vast majority of people and why they're there for, right? He, he uh, he's well connected. He knows everyone. Also, also, starting off the comment with the name calling, we've reached a new level with Squirrel Trapper, right? We're going to get, you dumbass, you buffoon, you absolute, you know, know, nerd. We're going to get all kinds of words coming up here soon. When you start the name calling, you've already lost the argument, Scroll Trapper, but teach their own, my friend. 40K viewers. Uh, yeah. 40K I mean, concurrent viewers, Scroll Trapper. In, in total, true. they're way more than 40. Let's let's not forget all the other people that are there for the codes too, man. I'm just I'm just saying. I, hey, yeah. I appreciate you, Scroll Trapper, for one, providing the content, and two, for writing a good correct grammar you know makes my life a lot easier reading the comments and yeah keep it coming keep it coming. sometimes sometimes i wonder i no, no i actually don't wonder this i know this i know that squirrel trapper lives in their own world and it's like uh when you watch any other fps stream like you watch a call of duty stream right yeah and their twitch drops there are always people in those streams that say has it been an hour yet i want my digital hex camo for my new rifle <laughs> Right, like people just kind of wait it out. They get their stuff mm -hmm. and then they go. I mean, that's not like a foreign concept to a video game stream. It's yeah. just, I, it's, I, I want to go to visit Squirrel Trapper Land. That's what I want. That's where I want to go. Yeah. I want to see what that's like, <laughs> dude. Squirrel Trapper, <laughs> let us know. Like, just tell us where you live and whatever, and we'll send you. <laughs> we'll send you a Squirrel Trapper shirt for free when it comes out. Right, there it is. Don't write it. Don't write your address publicly. Right, we don't. We don't want all your biggest fans to also find out where you live, right? Just, set, just shoot me a message on Twitter or something, you know? I got you. Or set, make a P.O. box, you know? Or maybe maybe, maybe just mark a tree somewhere in a neighborhood and I'll drop it right there. <laughs> mark right? a tree. Yeah. I'll put the shirt right next to your squirrel <laughs> trap, you know? <laughs> I love it. I love it. No, actually, okay, so speaking of the 40K viewers thing and whatever, right? Because sure. Squirrel Trap made the announce an analogy to like League of Legends or Dota and stuff, right? They got more viewers. I don't want to go too much in this, but you should look in this. It's really, really fascinating stuff. Actually, okay. um, if you you know um, what's his name? Dude, why am I blanking? He's he used to be the biggest Twitch streamer, and he went to YouTube. Uh, oh, um, I, I know L, who you're I talking think. about. Dude, it's I literally a... was just watching his video. Ludwig. It's not Ludwig. I, it's like it's not Logan. It's Ludwig. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know how he has this thing called Mogul Mail? Yes. So he has a YouTube channel. He like covers like different events or stuff, especially in like esports or streaming and stuff. So his sure. recent one was actually really interesting because it covers the huge issues within League of Legends and how like, especially in North America, like the North American teams mm. are just like really bad in general. And any good player, they just like import. But there's like all these issues, and like there's like players walking out and like essentially like striking and not playing in this what? biggest tournament, like the tournament leading up to. It. I'll send you like it's super interesting, right? 
but they had a huge viewership for Worlds, but apparently, like, a lot of their, like, monthly tournaments or their qualified tournaments are not getting much viewership, especially the North America ones. Hmm. Score Trapper. It's, esports is it's not as hey. cut and dry as you think, man. But, yeah. I, but, I mean, I've been getting more into League of Legends recently, so I've been, like, trying to follow along with some of the stuff, too, but... Let's say, um, dude, be careful. You might shatter a very, very fragile world if you, uh, if you challenge what what the trapper believes. <laughs> you might send him into an existential crisis. Yeah. What do you mean the American viewership is lower? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's not just yeah. about America, though. Remember what Scroll Trapper said? We got broaden our horizon here. It's yeah. true. Have uh, an open mind. Yeah, open mind. Anyway, that's enough about the squirrel. Uh, Jim Jammer says, The childhood stories had me dying. Nice to see you in Hartford, Speedy. It was some tough competition, but a lot of fun. Hartford itself was not what I expected. A place that is so uh, built up yet so empty was a different experience. Yes. Oh, yes. But who knew a pizza place that couldn't serve pizza that day would turn out all right? <laughs> was quite the community gathering there well past 10.30 p.m. Nice. Hey. Um. Yeah, okay, I will say. It was say, an interesting time. Connecticut food in general is, like, pretty overwhelming. Here's my hot take as someone that grew up in Connecticut as well, right? I also went back for some pizza, too, right, in New Haven, Connecticut. I think the pizza's not bad, mm-hmm. but it's, like, world-famous pizza, right? I think yeah. the pizza is known to be good or, like, world-famous in Connecticut because the rest of the food in Connecticut is so bland. <laughs> That's normal. That's right? overwhelming. It's like it's like above the median. Anything stands out. Exactly. You know? Like I, I thought the pizza I had at Portland with Butters and his wife was like better. That pizza place oh, was actually pretty okay. fire. Yeah, it was great. Nice. It was great. Um, I mean, it wasn't bad though. But anyway, hey, hey again, I grew up in Connecticut, so I kind of know what I'm talking about. But yeah, Hartford was uh, yeah, this is a little. There weren't too many places to go, but it's Connecticut. That's why I personally was shocked that it was our biggest like, like. North America oh, yeah, yeah. Until, until Mexico, the Mexico City qualifier one was yes. happening. But yeah, it's awesome to meet you as well, Jim. Yeah, fun times. Yeah. Uh, James B. This is actually Jimbo Spice, too, um, who you might, cool. you might remember from being at Hartford uh-huh. as well. Congrats on the huge milestone. Glad Diana could join to celebrate. It was a pleasure meeting you both in Hartford. A couple questions for you both. What unreleased Pokemon are you most looking forward to? And the second question – well, let's answer the first one first. I already know mine. Sure. It, my, I'm going to go with Aegis Slash. Oh, yes. Psychic I heard Steel, psychic. correct? Oh, is it Psychic? Yeah, I think it's Psychic Steel. I believe it's Psychic Steel. Yeah. Or is I it think, Ghost Steel? No. Oh, actually, I don't know. Oh, I play oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, I know. Excuse me. I know, I know everyone's going to tear me apart. It's Ghost Steel. My apologies. Oh, no, you're fine. It's okay. We, we, it's not released yet. We don't know. We're boomers. We don't know. We're, exactly. Stuff. We don't know stuff. Yeah. I just know it used to be really strong in Pokemon Unite. I played it a lot. But I heard the moveset and the stats were pretty busted for Pokemon Go, too. It is busted. Yeah. yeah. Um, I was actually having a conversation with House Stark about three Pokemon that could change up the meta. Because right now, it's it's a very Metacham Lantern meta. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would love everyone to, like, at this point, if you're watching on the YouTube, to post in the comments which three you think they are. Three unreleased Pokemon that could do it. But... Uh, I'll tell you in five seconds. So go ahead and like pause, write out your answers, and I'll tell you in a few seconds. But one of the things that came up, pause. Well, you don't was was actually well, they're pausing. Why do you have to? Why do you have to pause when they're pausing? Yeah. Just just because I kept talking, I wanted them anyway. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Anyway, one of them that came up <laughs> was Aegis Slash. Uh-huh. Was Aegis Slash. The other two that Stark mentioned were actually uh, Tinkaton 
and Claude Sire. Claude Sire being Poison Ground, Tinkaton being Steel Fairy. Those three Pokemon with their unique typings can actually do something against Metacham and Lantern at the same time, which could break mm. up that that duo even more, which would be cool. Claude Sire is interesting. Poison Ground, right? It's like a Nidoqueen. I mean, honestly, Nidoqueen was great until they nerfed it, right? I thought Nidoqueen was fine for yeah. that. But, you know, with the nerf, I don't know. Honestly, I really miss Season 1 meta. <laughs> like, the, uh, like, I do and I don't. Dude, it was... it was so much play, though. True, true. But it was Walrein Trevenant. Like, every single team felt Dancing like... Rob. He didn't have Walrein nor Trevenant. That's, that's true. I don't think... Crescent Angels did, did not have Trevenant either. Had Venusaur. Yeah, True. No, I mean, I mean, you make a point. You have a fair point. Um, <laughs> I mean, I think, I think that meta was fine. I personally was never for the Walrein. I kind of didn't like Nether Queens. I was for that nerf, but like, I think it was still fine without being nerfed. I never was actually for the Walrein nerf. I was more mm-hmm. for like adding additional stuff or buffing certain things. They sure. not only nerfed Walrein, they also gave Landorn Surf right. Like they buffed too many things and nerfed the. Like the the solid things. Like I think those Pokemon were fine. I think you just need to bring some Pokemon to their level, right? Because they all had checks and balances, right? Araquanid was relevant, right? Because sure. because of Walrein, right? It was like I mean, we don't won with Araquanid on this team. Like what? Dude. But that was cool. Like you cannot run Araquanid this these days. Snots brought one to to Milwaukee, but dude, that kid only played five Pokemon. Very impressive, by the way. Basically, like, he basically. literally played. He literally didn't bring Araquanid once. I think in a single battle, to my knowledge. None dude. of the stream battles for sure. But I don't you think I, the awesome ones. You see what I posted in Florida chat yesterday? What what did you post? Uh so so one of our friends, one of our mutual friends, runner up in Fort Wayne, said um he cut he cut he replied to somebody's comment on Twitter where somebody said, Oh, Lantern Metacham, this core is way too strong. If only there was a Pokemon that could break it up. Oh, yeah. And of yeah, course yeah. he was talking about Trevenant, right? And like yeah. rebuffing Trevenant in some way. And uh-huh. I, I just posted his it's tweet arrow. and I was like I was like, Arrow, please. <laughs> if you remember, everybody, historically, Arrow said, give Lantern Surf. <laughs> and now he's like, bring back Trevenant. I think he it's also like, gave it Volt Switch, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's just like one one bad idea after another. I love Arrow, but just one bad idea after another when it comes to the meta. <laughs> oh, he wanted to bring back the buff? I thought he just meant Trevenant in general. Uh, I think Trevenant in general in this meta is way too hard to bring. That guy that got third, though, in um, uh, Turin... Torino, yes. Jojo, he had a Trevenant on the team, but he didn't bring it. He literally, like, yeah. I think it was for bench pressure, but, like, it's not bench pressure if your opponents don't respect and still go ABA, Onion <laughs> Frank strategy, Medicham, and, like, Lantern in the back, right? But, like, honestly, like, that strategy looks real good these days, right? Onion Frank strategy, because there's no Trevenant. That's mm-hmm. a core breaker for that, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But... Maybe Onion will go to Fresno and he'll qualify. I hope so. <laughs> Dude, he's going to be thriving in this meta. <laughs> uh, so, so I know you spent a bit of time on this. My pick is Corviknight, which I think Corviknight could be really good. It's steel and flying, kind of like Skarmory, but way bulkier. Is it bulkier it also, in Great League too? Probably. I it's definitely so. bulkier in Ultra League. Dude, honestly, Skarmory could be good if it didn't have Air Slash. True. Dude, True. I don't know if it learns Wing Attack, though. Actually, I'd be curious what Wing Attack even looks like on the animation. Like, I blank because <laughs> we haven't seen a Fire Spin Talonflame in so long. It looked like Steel Wing. Steel wings but the animation is still the same. It's just a different speed, right? Yeah. So, so would Skarmory actually flap its wings for wing attack? Yeah. No, it probably would look like Steel Wing. You're right because it's a two turn move. But this is the thing that threw me off. I thought that all the fast moves looked the same, but just at different rates. Like if you're throwing Metal Call on a Registeel, it's slower than Lock On, but you're still doing the same like arm yeah. motion, right? But then you see Fire Spin Talon Flame, and you're like, oh, yeah, yeah. Because watching a friend do GBL this past weekend, and she was facing a Fire Spin Talon Flame. 
I was like, wait. I was like, I completely forgot because I haven't seen Fire Spin Town Flame in forever, right? I was like, that thing's like spinning circles, right? I was like, but the but the incinerate animation is completely different. Yep. I wonder for those out there, I wonder if you will know. Uh, there's no way everyone knows the real answer because there's so many baby Pokemon. <laughs> but I wonder if you all know which Pokemon actually has two different fast move animations. I can't think of anything besides Soundflame at the moment. My, me, myself personally. Like Mewtwo, Confusion, just a slower psycho cut. Yes. You know? Uh, Volt, Volt Switch, Fury Cutter, Galvantula, it's the same. It's just yeah. different. Pacing. Volt Switch, Thunderbolt, Raichu is the same too. It's just way slower. Yeah. You're just riding the surfboard slower. Yeah. I, I It might just be even Talonflame. Even Medicham, Psycho Cut looks the same as Counter. Does it? I do. I haven't seen yeah. a Psycho Cut Medicham forever. <laughs> yeah, he basically like just pu- punch, punches out his fist yeah, and yeah. the telekinetic wave comes uh, out. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'll think about that one. I'm actually not sure. Yeah. Maybe that's a very unique thing just for Townflight, which is interesting. It's a cool little like detail, but like I wonder why they did that. Yeah. Cause like James, I, I guess it's it would look really weird if you're flying a circle, but I don't know. Anyway, sorry. Yeah, go ahead. I was just gonna say James had one more point on his question. I, I yeah. want to make sure we get we get them both. He yeah. says, You both have had a lot of success in the Pokemon Go space, but what did the past version of you, perhaps at college, expect to be doing as a career? Uh I want to make like well i did i actually did some youtube huh reality tv (laughs) well as a kid i did i I briefly wanted to be an actor and realized i couldn't do that but then i wanted to do like oh like director producer of like movies and stuff but then like i just like i like did some like campus movie fest where it's like some like movie festivals like on college campus my first and second year of college and like it didn't really go anywhere Mm -hmm. but then later on um i actually started making youtube videos i have another youtube channel it was a long long time ago back in like 2011 uh-huh. but i made youtube videos on like gender-based violence and like sexual violence prevention stuff and it was for like a unpaid internship i was like yeah that's a great idea. like this idea i have and she, she's like well i'm not paying you anything but if you want to i'll support you and make sure the info looks good and everything because especially back then like none of that info was like easy that di- easily digestible just a bunch of stats right and i was like shocked i was like what the frig like these sexual violence rates are like crazy high right yeah and obviously a lot of male privilege coming in here i did not know about a lot of these things right until like i met like women and um queer people that shared a lot of their experiences obviously men could also be sexually assaulted but definitely at lower rates across the world mm-hmm. and statistically yeah yeah statistically yeah and so i present a lot of stats and like present some of the information like in easier to digest ways and like had like people on the video share stuff and yeah i mean it went pretty well uh someone from the white house saw it <laughs> really dude this seems like a it yeah. seems like a very emotionally challenging thing it was. to talk about yeah it was i mean there were yeah there was a lot of reasons why i went through that process which i won't get into um but i uh-huh. definitely learned a lot over the years when i was doing it i did that for about like a year or so and yeah someone from the office of violence against women from the white house called my supervisor at the time really? like, hey, did you all make this it's like yeah one of my interns made it and like oh okay great job whatever i don't think like Obama was the president at the time. I don't think Obama saw it, but but like someone from the White House saw it. Yeah, so I got some got some viewership. Um, but uh, yeah. Anyway, so afterward, I was like, I'm going to go into public health, and I'm going to make like go into media with public health and nonprofits and stuff. And you know, obviously, mm. I end up graduating with my public health degree, and I end up working for communications at like public health office. But it just wasn't really what I was looking for. Uh, so here I'm doing still media stuff, a little different, but I do yeah. 
it's not it's not really the cause I started out with, but I do like the fact that we could use our influence and platform to like support different causes and stuff. Like the mm-hmm. like the charity stream that you helped host as well, right? Like like on on Pranav's. Oh, it wasn't was it even Pranav's channel. It was Pranav's. Channel, it was right? Pranav's. But, channel, but you yeah. all helped a lot with the production mm-hmm. and everything, right? Stuff like that, like is really mm-hmm. cool, right? I think that's that's what I. At the end of the day, I think regardless of what I want to do, I want to do something for the Ben Rose Society, and I think using our influence for that at the end of the day is the biggest reward, in my opinion. Yeah, absolutely. No, I agree, man. I've always felt like, uh, maybe it's a generational thing as well. I feel like uh, I've always had kind of um, an inherent responsibility, like given the privilege that I have and mm-hmm. where I live, I feel like I do need to contribute, right? There's a, yeah. definitely that sense of community. Uh, so for me, when I went to college, I I majored in the political science. I got a minor in Russian. And I saw myself working in intelligence is essentially what I wanted to do. Dude, um, I know I joke with you about it, but I always say like, yo, Speedy the politician, man. He really is. He built this. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. Um, I, I saw myself. Sanders Speedy. <laughs> I always saw myself working in intelligence. I really I really enjoyed history. I actually started college in, as a history major. I spent one one semester in history and shifted, shifted to political science because I wanted mm. to focus more on current events. But um, I got into, um, yeah, I finished school and I had my bachelor's degree with a minor in Russian. And I learned a lot about contemporary Russia, which is obviously like post, uh, post uh, fall of the Berlin Wall, you know, post 90s Russia. And I heard all these stories, right? Like, um, for example, there was an oligarch who was at a diner and he was doing an interview with the press and uh, he was just sitting there talking with this person and apparently somebody didn't want him to talk. So a hitman walked into the diner, shot this oligarch in the head and walked out. And I don't know, the police got there, but the guy was already gone. It was, it's very, it's very much the wild west in, in Russia. <laughs> yeah. And um, obviously with the current events that are happening the as well, there. the wild east. Yes. Oh. Uh, with the current events that are happening there, I think there's still a lot of work that needs to be done. But I basically decided that, heck no, I don't want to go into intelligence or field work. <laughs> so I got, I went into my um, master's in business administration program instead. And I was like, yeah, I want to do international business because I think that'd be a good, a good uh, transition. But the more I learned about business, the more I gravitated away from major corporations. And I really um, discovered a love and admiration for startup companies. And I anticipated doing more in startups. Uh, Believe it or not, I actually interviewed at Stanford. I was one of two candidates remaining for uh, a role in their university program, uh, developing the curriculum for the entrepreneurship, um, I guess, major for the the university. And unfortunately, didn't get the job. That was actually back in 2016, I think. It was like right before the game drop. (laughs) Right before the game drop. So in an alternate reality, I would have gone to San Francisco uh, that year and i would, Dude, I would you have been very, living pokemon go heaven there too true i would have i would have had a very different life right um yeah. but no i still want to do something with startups at some point but to caleb's point i do feel a sense of of duty mine mine is actually more it's less to do with people mine's more environmental that's where i feel my calling is yeah but uh environmental stuff is important yeah super important we well, should be doing stuff with the environment yesterday like well, like we're, that's the thing we're already behind my whole my whole thought process my thought process has always been there are going to be societal shifts and growing pains like as we uh, come to accept more people or as we debate about certain topics but if we don't have a, a place to have those debates none of it matters mm-hmm. so we really need to have uh, a solid foundation for not only for us for like our kids and yeah. future generations but yeah not not to get too much on a philosophical kick but 
Uh, I thought that was a really good question. It. And it's fun. It's fun to talk about stuff that is outside of Pokemon Go as well, because again, it shows that we have more going on than just Pokemon. Although, although I will say, Pokemon occupies like ninety percent of the screen space. So, so there's that. <laughs> dude, I'm just thinking too. You're one of two candidates, and if you were the one they chose, you you wouldn't be doing this. Like you might no. be playing Pokemon Go. Who knows if you got into PvP? You might you might be casually doing a little GBL here or there, right? I can imagine, yep. right? In between your you know writing your you know like your For... your syllabus and correcting some projects and stuff, right? Maybe yeah. maybe doing some raids with some of your students, right? But like you wouldn't be commentating, you wouldn't be engaged, right? To your fiance. True. Exactly. <laughs> right. Like like who would I be talking to right now? Like it's wild. Like if you just think about like just that one course change in your life. And it like everything completely changes because of that. Which is complete alternate timeline. That's multiverse stuff right there. True. And another in another multiverse, you're you're on your way. You're you're campaigning for local local government. You know, <laughs> dude. I I probably I probably would have worked for the university for a year or two, and then finally come across a startup that I just couldn't pass up, and joined one of the startup projects that either my students are working on or somebody in San Francisco was working on. And I think that would be that'd be really exciting. That's probably yeah. what I would have done. Yeah. Well, you can still move out to California to live out that dream. At dude, least. <laughs> it's true. It's true. It's expensive, but true. Uh, dude, don't remind me. Don't remind me. Uh, <laughs> David uh, Steinstra says, Hey guys, congrats on 100 episodes. I'm curious what Ooh. your thoughts are on the sometimes overly abundant events and spawns. I was just in Mexico this last weekend during the Team Rocket slash Shadow Raid event and only saw a Halucha twice on my nearby even with the constant incense and lures going. I wasn't able to get one and probably won't until it's released globally during some events. Personally, I think they are too often and the event spawns take up the entirety of everything spawning. Would you like to see less frequent events or even a cool down each day where the spawns are less frequent? Just frustrating when you go out and go and can't enjoy the local spawns or different areas have to offer. Dude, fantastic point, David. Fantastic. And I think it's two things. One, I don't mind all the events. Some of them are definitely not as good as others, but I guess the good ones are like not would not be appreciated as much if all of them were that good. Mm -hmm. But I think one thing is I think the events can be longer. Like I, dude, True. honestly, I'm looking at the for Halloween all the time because Halloween events like two weeks now, which is great, right? If we have a good event, like the rocket event thing, make it two weeks, right? Like if if people like it, make make the rocket like more. You could TM away frustration. Why not make that two weeks? Why make it like five days or less than a week or like sometimes a weekend, right? I'm like, like just give people more time. What are they going to do? Get like 500 rank one like shadow Vulpixes? Like, no, like that's not going to happen, right? Like you'll give yeah. people more time. They don't have to feel time crunch. They could do the events. So I think that's that's less of what Dave is saying, but that was just my own tangent and thought process. The second thing I think is mm -hmm. they just need to turn up the spawn race for Hulucha. Because here's the thing. Yes. When I was in Connecticut and Hartford, there was events going on. I don't know what event. There's always some, something going on, right? And I was getting bouffalants all over the place, right? Even at my mom's place where there's no Pokestyles, there's just like home spawns, just bouffalants spawning mm -hmm, all over, mm -hmm. right? And that's regional. And they could do that for Halucha too. I think my guess, I don't I don't know. I don't know the stats on this. Hey, <laughs> our friends out there in Niantic, they're listening. Maybe you know. But my guess is that the Halucha spawn rates are much lower than some of the other regional spawn rates, depending on the region, right? I think like cat, uh, what was that? I like think Maractus, whoever. I think it's pretty low spawn rates in Florida too, because I I, I barely got any there. But 
I will say Maractus Maractus when there's a non event that's overriding all the spawns is pretty common. Okay, okay. I've caught yeah. I, I'd say I'd say like one in one in seventy five, yeah. one in a hundred, something like that. But dude, uh, I think Klefki's pretty rare in France, from what I know from what I oh, understand. Only in France? Yeah. Oh, okay. Then yeah, I definitely I haven't been to France, so that's why. I thought there but, was uh, like Europe because I definitely haven't seen a Klefki either. But dude, people are asking for Halucha trades. Dude, when I was in Mexico City last time visiting mm-hmm. Mariana, literally, dude, I I had a an event started as soon as I got there. I caught at least five of the Haluchas that I've been trading. I caught at least five of those for my daily spawn. Not an incense, not a mm-hmm. not a wild spawn, not a research, obviously. My daily spawn at midnight, boom, Halucha. Okay. Five of them. That's good and bad, right? Exactly. Because you're bad. not getting a lot from the wilds. Because you can't find them anywhere else, but if you get lucky, yeah, you get yeah. in daily spawn. Yeah, because yeah. you were there, so you were there when there wasn't active events, and even then it was pretty rare, right? So yeah, I just think the Halucha, I just think the Halucha rates are super low, and you need like XL one for Ultra League. I mean, luckily it's not super relevant, meta relevant, yeah. but it's nice to have one, right? Especially if yeah. you're there and you're trying like trade with people. So, so here's the thing, David. It's almost like it, it's the, it's this hamster wheel, this uh, forever game thing, right? Where you get like 150. Dude, I'm speaking for myself right here. You you want to max out a level 50 Runarigus and a level 50 Kofagrigus, right? Just because it's fun. And I don't. I know the Runarigus is not good, but it's fun to have, right? Anyway, you know that you need 656 XLs. You play the Halloween event. You go hard. You trade all the masks you get whoops, you only have 550. I guess I'm going to play the Halloween event next year. And that's essentially what this is. They give you little tastes, little samples yeah. to keep you coming back to the events year after year. Yeah, I didn't have a good Runarikas or Galerian Mass for Ultra League, so I'm waiting until <laughs> <See? laughs> four months from now. <laughs> Same boat. Same boat. Same boat. It's, I can't believe it's been half a year since the Halloween event. Jeez. Almost half a year, five months. Yeah. yeah. Wild. Wild stuff. Um. Oh, that actually reminds me from uh, Jimbo Spice's comment about what unreleased Pokemon you're looking forward to. And you're saying, like, yeah, the meta's getting stale. We need something to switch it up. Dude, you know what I wish? I, I, it's like, I don't think Master League is possible, but at least Ultra League. I wish Ultra League Pokemon and resources were, like, more accessible so that we could just go straight into Ultra League instead. You don't have to worry about Metacham. It's a whole different meta, right? It's like how, it's how like, the main series game go. They have, like, like tier one Pokemon year one tier two and then like tier three like year three is like all yeah. like all the all the megas or all the legendary mythical whatever you can use right and like that in itself changes the meta significantly imagine playing a year without Metacham because you're playing in Ultra League right but mm-hmm. you just mm-hmm. can't do that because they're so expensive to make this stuff I play Ultra League in factions and even I struggle sometimes making what I want to make right and I've been playing factions Ultra League for like two plus years right like it's i spend millions of dust and like i'm like i'm always like trading excels for everything i'm trading excels for things i have excels for right? you never <laughs> know i already have a sh- frothor yeah. made for ultra league but shadow for all thorn though i'm gonna need excels for that right i, I made that mistake with joltik i stopped saving them and trading them and now they have shadow joltik so I'm, I'm almost back up to 300 excels for joltik actually that's, yeah, i already have one made even- that's not even the point, though. Like, think think about how absurd that is for yeah. us to do that. Because I'm doing the same yeah. thing, right? But how is it absurd? How absurd is it for both of us to have this hallucination that we're going to get yeah. a Hundo Shadow Joltic? 
<laughs> yeah, that's who. Yeah, I can't even make one. Ridiculous. Even I have one. Yeah, you had to get it. Yeah, that's. Like, what are the yeah. odds of a Hondo Shadow Jolting? <laughs> I haven't even got one that's like ninety percent IVs. Yeah, but Dude, yeah, that, I don't that, know. that's who. Yeah, the accessibility is just crazy. I mean, you know, Shadow Galvantula for Ultra League is maybe not super relevant. You never know. It's same thing. I'm saving XL Scarmory because they come out with a Shadow Scarmory. Oh wait, no, they already have Shadow Scarmory actually. It's just been yeah, rocking so well. Yeah. yeah, but but getting Hondo, what if I get one? Or what if they bump the level one day, right? Because the the level sixty one rank one won't oh, be a hundred. No, I'm Dude, telling that, you, I've been doing that's it. That's the forever I, game. A, a Wobbuffet, I have like almost like seven hundred XLs for it because I'm like, one day you're going to need to power up even more, right? Dude, I, uh, I'm just preparing for everything now. Dude, actually speaking of XLs, we'll talk about. Yeah, we might need to save the next question for the next dude, one. Dude, you, you call me you call me a hoarder, but dude. Dude, you're also I think I think I'm gonna wait till this season of regionals is over because Fresno's coming. I'm going to be there, and it's gonna be a bunch of pampor spawning there. Yes, I think I might have the world record the record for the most amount of pampor XLs. What world yeah. record? We yeah. do. We need some. We need some okay, remember like last week when we we was it last week when we compared pampor XLs? Yeah, remember mm-hmm. what I said I had? It's like, would you have like twice as many as me, like fourteen hundred or something? Something like that. Maybe it was like seventeen hundred. It was like a thousand yeah. something, right? Yeah. Look at how much I have now. Oh my god. Okay, dude. I uh, have two thousand seven hundred plus Pampor candies. This was dude. a week later. I think I literally might have the world record. Dude, you you're farming hard at these regionals, man. I'm just like, I just I'm just using the Go Plus and stuff, you know. Like, but it's just like, but they're everywhere. Okay, I will say shout out to whoever at niantic hey you know who you are if you're listening right yeah. I, I, I bet it's one of you i bet it because you all listen and you all love pp right otherwise why the heck are you listening to us like you're just <laughs> like you're no scroll trapper i know you're not hate listening but um <laughs> shout out if you did this or you know who did this because at milwaukee that place was loaded up on stops for the first time in my life i didn't even know what's happening I was spin capped. I couldn't spin anymore. What? You got spin? I never. I got spin capped before I left the venue on Saturday. Like I, I, like the stream wasn't even over yet, and I was like, "I'm out of pokeballs." Like, what's going on? I can't use my go plus. I'm out of. It it seems like until you can't get any pokeballs. I literally couldn't. (laughs) I was like opening gifts frantically. I'm like, "What's going on?" I could catch Pokemon though. I wasn't like soft banned, right? I could catch Pokemon. I could feed gyms. I could do raids. I just couldn't spin. I was literally spin capped. Yeah. Absolutely wild. Yeah. Dude, but anyway, it's because Milwaukee was loaded with stuff. Please, please, if you're listening, do it for Fresno too, because I, it's actually community on Saturday. You're casting. Oh, I'm dude. playing. We need some spawns, man. Hey, I'm saving please. all my save all your spawns too, please, because I need to I need to swap some. I don't have a hundo. Let's like maybe we'll swap I, some to get like lucky hundos or something. The Lundo is the goal. Lundo's the yeah, goal. Lundo will be goal. Yeah, the Shundo will be great too. I got I spent all my Shundo oh, like on that Fennekin, but still. Sunday would be but, so freaking well, sick. Well, we it's Saturday too. It's not Sunday. And Saturday is right? Sunday, it's like, a long day. Early, right? Yeah. I mean, s- Sunday, if our Hartford went long because it was top 16, but Fresno's going to be a top eight if I were to guess. Yeah. But it's Saturday. It's a long day. Yeah. I always I, say, I, like, I, oh, maybe if I got knocked out, I'll, 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 I'll get at least pick community day. But I, I know I in the back of my mind, I don't <laughs> want that, right? It was like Sandy yeah, with yeah, Chessman. Yeah. I didn't want that. I had like a terrible Chessman. But like yeah. for greatly because I didn't play it because I was competing. But like no, I, yeah, yeah. But just I, hook us up with stops, please, Nancy. Please. I I agree with you, David. I honestly feel like a lot of the events um they aren't long enough and they also kind of like half commit. But I think that's by design. I think yeah. if if you played one event and you got literally all the XLs you could ever need, the chances of you playing the next one are pretty low. 
And therefore that doesn't align with what the company wants, which is for you to keep playing. Right. Yeah. So uh, you're not hallucinating. I think we're having the same experience, but I think that experience is by design. Yeah, and my apologies, David. I, I definitely went sidetracked there. I mean, I'm talking about my Pampor XLs for some reason all of a sudden, but, uh, you know. Dude, we're, uh, we're just having a good time. Yeah, yeah. We're going to have to save the next video's questions for another time because we're going longer yeah. this one too. But last comment here, one of our loyal listeners as well, Justin Kim Wu says, congratulations, guys. Thanks for having Zionic on for 100 was a great episode. I agree, Speedy. I don't get teachers slash parents slash people who tell kids to wait when they got to go. From my experience, kids are absolutely atrocious at knowing when they really need to pee. Dude, me too. I mean, hey, you know me. I thought I could make it to that lunch menu without peeing, but I really <laughs> couldn't, right? I don't know how I was going to make it to the bathroom, let alone the lunch menu. Uh, right. And he said, it's all ones and zeros for them. There's no, I'm going to have to go soon. There's only, I don't need to go or I have to go right now. <laughs> So if I say I need to go, I'm immediately stopping whatever I'm doing and finding yeah. a bathroom. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but um. Yeah, anyway, agree. thank you all as always for the comments. Dude, that was only 12 comments, but we spent like almost an hour. <laughs> Those are really good questions. I always love, anyway. I always love interacting with our, our listeners, our community. Great. I love it. I love it. Um, yeah, and honestly, that was our most viewed episode on youtube i didn't check the actual like podcast mm -hmm. downloads but that was the mm -hmm. most view, uh, viewed one so yeah you know zion brings the views man he, the, he does he's a man he's a man yeah there's 12 comments for the next one but we'll we'll cover that next week so anyway uh we had an interesting weekend too this we had three different regional slash tournaments Dude. santiago was it was in a region so was it like a special event or qualifier, uh, I believe Turin was a special event. Oh, maybe right? it's Turin. Well, either way, like regional qualifier, they're tournaments, right? To qualify for worlds, essentially. Like the, the prize pooling or other stuff might be different, but you get two people qualifying for worlds regardless from mm -hmm. these tournaments. We had one Milwaukee, Turin, slash Torino, and yep. Santiago, Chile. Uh, Turin's in yep. Italy, by the way, and Milwaukee's in yep. uh, the United States, Wisconsin. 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 I always want to say Milwaukee's in Minnesota because like both M's. But oh, it's, it's, yeah, it's messing yeah. me up. Well, you, you're, you're thinking what you're, what you're I'm thinking, thinking about Minneapolis, is, right? Minneapolis. Thank you. Which thank was you. my layover flight both ways. Too. There you go. Yeah. There you go. Double but, um, Yeah. No, it was great. I the only ones I the only battles I didn't really get to check out was Santiago because that was happening. All that happened on Sunday, mm -hmm. um, and we were in production on Sunday too. But uh, and then. Turin, it also was over the weekend, but they were a little earlier. So when I woke up and I was getting ready for Sunday, I was I was able to watch it. And yo, I gotta say, man, uh, let's let's go a turn first. Congrats yes. to Andres and uh, Paul Lasha for winning it all. Paul Lasha had an incredible performance too. Actually, shout out to my friend Paul Marcel for giving me the stat line. Paul Lasha went eighteen and two, which is Ooh. tied. For I think she's one of four players to be over ninety per ninety percent or higher win rate on in a tournament. The other three is Rice Cajun, who also went eighteen and two at Knoxville. We have Human Catcherbug. Uh, I forgot the specific stat line, but he 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 also had an incredible run. Like he's like twenty or twenty two and two, and we had uh, Jakobovic, who only went like eighteen and one or something. Yeah, Human Catcherbug was twenty and two, correct? Yeah, twenty and two. Yeah, and the Yukovovich I think was eighteen and one, if I'm not mistaken. Um, mm. but yeah, so not not only like a great performance, like, and that was a big regional. I think they had oh, hundred forty three plus people. They had like a top sixteen bracket too. Like, yeah. no joke, yo. And Paul Lasha's always been good. I, I don't know about always been good, but she's been 
very good at this game for a long time, right? In dude. factions and Sylph in GDL, she hit the ADL. Oh, he's a dude. I I hate a phase singer ADL because I'm just like the worst. No, I'm literally like she has no check for like my Empoleon or something, and then I'm losing somehow. I'm like, what is going on? <laughs> I'm losing to a digger speed with an Empoleon. I'm like, what? Yeah. Um, uh, but or like a Pelper. Like I'm like, how's this Pelper taking out Empoleon? But yeah, she's yeah. very very good. Um and oh sorry, I just. I forgot to check out, put that timestamp before the questions. <laughs> um, no, uh, but uh, what about GBL? I, I cut you off there. Oh no, she she got number one GBO as well um, with her team. Yeah, le- number one on the leaderboard. So she's good at she's done it all. And um, so I, I really like specifically the results results of turn for two different yeah. reasons. Paulasha, she was one of the first battles on stream at EUIC, mm-hmm. and she was running a. I think it was running a Powder Snow Psy Shock, yeah, uh, a Shadow Alone Night Tail, if I'm not mistaken, mm-hmm. and she, it was because she forgot to TM it to Charm. It was supposed yep. to Charm, and she registered as Charm, so she lost the first game. It just had like a bad matchup, and then she they ended it there because they realized that she had the wrong move set, so she took a game loss. Mm-hmm. So they literally just ended the stream, uh, ended the battle on stream with F one, right? I mean, I, I'm not saying like it's not her fault or anything, but like it's just unfortunate to go out like that, right? We all make mistakes. I've done it myself, right? Like, like a lot of people have done it. A lot of very talented battlers have done that. It's just an oversight, right? And I think that was her first tournament too, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. And so she took yeah, a ga- was, early game loss there, and like you know that that tournament was stacked, and I don't know when she got eliminated from like double eliminated, but eventually happened, right? So she didn't do as well as she wanted to, and then Andrus. Also battle on stream, mm-hmm. but this is when, and it wasn't, it wasn't a game. It was literally like a venue, like internet issue, right? Venue Wi-Fi issue that they later fixed, right? Um, out of our control, out of production control, stuff like that. But Andrus was facing off against Yo Yu Yes, one of our mm-hmm. judges actually in North America, and they played on stream like five or six times. They kept having yeah. to rematch, right? Yeah. And then finally they took them off stream, and then you know she ended up losing. But like that's like incredibly tilting for anyone, and also like. I don't remember how it would have shook out. Like if she would have won some of them on stream, if she didn't lag or vice versa, or he didn't lag and stuff like that. But it's just like very unfortunate. Cause then she, she took an early game one loss too, and wasn't able to mm-hmm. do as well. And I knew that I, I remember she got to like the winner's finals actually against one of my patrons, actually Manning actually against the winner finals in Stukar actually. So that's why that's, I think the first time I saw her on, uh, on a play Pokemon thing. And I remember talking to her at the bar afterward uh, after that first date and she was like she was like upset about it too you know she was talking about it and i was like i was like yeah i was like that's so that's so unfortunate and i was like i was like i was like i think you're still a great battler though from all i've seen and like hopefully you have another chance she's like she's like honestly there's like one left is like turn so we'll see i probably won't be able to go like my boyfriend um what's his name uh uh john yoa oh yeah yeah, yeah. that's Sorry, her boyfriend that one yeah one um uh what's and I'm I'm blanking out of the place. Oh, Bokum, I, I think. think. I have... He won. I think won Bokum. Bokum. Yeah, Johnny won Bokum. She's like, I'm still going to Japan with my boyfriend because he qualified, but like, I would like to qualify too, right? And I was like, well, you know, well, like, I was like, I was like, well, let's, you know. And she was definitely bummed about. She's like, yeah, she's like, my chances are probably low for turn and stuff like that. I was like, well, yeah. you never know, right? And then to see both of them not only, not only do so well, but also to qualify for Worlds, incredible, Dude. incredible, and incredible. and to uh, I believe they're the third and fourth. Uh, women to qualify actually for this season, which is really mm-hmm. cool. Behind uh, Enhoff and Bird Power, so yeah. Um, so I, I have my notes stuff. in front of me here. J- John Yoa won Ut- Utrecht. Oh Utrecht, yeah. Volcom was and, EJB. 
Yeah. And John, yeah, you're exactly right. John Yoa actually did something pretty amazing. Forced the bracket reset with a 3-0 of Statistan and then lost the first game, but 3-0 Statistan again. So he went, what, 1-3, or excuse me, 3-1 in the finals reset. Yeah. Which is pretty awesome. And also, Dude, he was playing reset. well, too. I never, I, I didn't really know too much about John Yoa beforehand, but I was yeah. watching his games and he was like, it was like, it was like, it's like you could tell he's like just had that flow state. Like, you just like, you couldn't stop him, right? Like, I like, it's like if I played him, I'd be like, it's like when you go into war and he's yeah. the guy running in the front, like into the whole <laughs> army, like, yeah, like, and just not so, getting hit. Yeah, yeah, regardless of that, he's like, he's so confident. He doesn't, he doesn't care, right? He, he knows he's going to take you out. I'm in the, yeah. I, I'd be, I don't, for people like back in war, I don't know how they did it. I mean, you're a history major, so maybe you know better. But I'd be on the freaking wall shooting arrows at best, right? Or like, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Uh, like troubleshoot or whatever, like the catapults. <laughs> like, I want to be in the front sure. lines by any means. Yeah, it's it's insane. I was actually um small tangent here. I was actually watching Saving Private Ryan earlier today. My, uh, I, was, <laughs> I love I was it. Watching... Small tangent. We've been on. This is our fifteenth tan- tangent. I know, I know, I know. That's why I want to keep it short. But I was watching it. And I just can't imagine. I can't imagine what that would be like. Oh, I'm thinking about medieval times, but yeah, that that too. Yeah, so either I mean, way. I mean, real way. way. Yeah, yeah. War's not good, but yeah. But that's the image I had of John Yoel. But anyway, Andrus and Halasha, incredible yeah. stuff. I I think it's amazing, right? I I think, uh, and I've always we've we've actually talked about this before. This has always been my opinion, but a lot of other competitive esports uh, are overwhelmingly male dominated right and the mm-hmm. culture is kind of that way like when you look at uh team-based games a lot of the times the players will stand up and like like shout and curse at each other like if they win a match or something they like talk talk smack right and it's definitely very like high testosterone just very mm-hmm. uh some of the aggressive. language is very misogynistic i will say yes that too that too, mm-hmm. that too right it's, it's degrading to say certain things you know to to your male very. opponents but um, Pokemon Go has always had a very unique opportunity because we started off as a community-based game where all the players are equal. And I mm-hmm. think that this is just really important for our game and our community that these female trainers are succeeding. These women battlers are rising to the top because, again, in other games, uh, women might not even give these these matches a chance. They might mm-hmm. not even try to compete because they're uh, worried about you know all the all the toxicity that that happens at these events. But Pokemon Go is not like that. And I think that we need to continue to foster and and uh, support that growth and that movement because, again, we have a very unique opportunity as as one of the as one of the biggest brands in the world. A brand new esport component of that. This is a huge opportunity. We need to do everything we can to make sure that uh, women and female trainers feel accepted uh, at these events. I think that's yep. our number one priority when we look at including more trainers into our into our community. Yeah, it's, and you see some like comments, especially on Twitch as well too. People say this stuff. I just, like, I just ignore them, dude. People, yeah, are... it's it's unfortunate though because some some of these women that are battling, they're like some of these girls and women that are battling want to go back and watch what people said. You know, like they made a cool play and then they had to see like some of this BS stuff, right? And it's it's unfortunate. And people just definitely need to be better because no one's ever going to be like, oh, like she got an easy bracket because she faced a guy in the finals, right? Like, no no one's ever going to say that, right? But I did see that when um, uh, I was looking back at the VOD of Milwaukee and Ryan Swag was facing against Little Sparty. And they're like, oh, like he, he got it easy because he, 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 he has to face a girl in the final shots. I was like, did you not watch what Little Sparty did? Like, uh, t- like, she was playing incredible, right? She just 
had no answer to Dene, but like who's who's going to fault her for that? I mean, who freaking yeah. brings the answer to Dene, right? But like, but she yeah. played incredible for the disadvantage she had, and leading up to the winners' final, she was playing great, right? If you watch her in the winners' semis and even the losers' finals, yeah. Um, <laughs> dude, pe- people like that, people like that are just talking out of their ass, man. Like they, yep. I, I know, like I say, just ignore them, and that's kind of impossible because when you do read it, you will see those comments. Yeah. Like I'll go back and look at videos and see comments on my casting, and it does bother me. So I can't deny yeah. that strangers' feedback doesn't have an impact. But at, the same but at time, least it's not for, sexist, right? They're not saying like, "Yeah, oh, you true, suck true. me because you're a guy," right? It also, that's true. that that also doesn't even hold the same meaning in this society because <laughs> you're, you're right. like, but but you make right, fun for being right. guys like different, like the power dynamics don't even matter, but. But but it's yeah. it's it's about something that we can't change. It's mm-hmm. like when people talk about your appearance, right? Yeah. If 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 the if the person can't win the argument, they start attacking the person, right? Mm-hmm. And that's when you know that they have already lost. Yeah. That's that's it's- what people need to remember. And one more thing: for every single every single little mean comment that you'll read, or mean question, or mean joke, or whatever, there are a thousand people that are supporting you. Mm-hmm. So again, like whether you're uh andrus or palasha or bird power or hoff or or any other trainer you just need to remember that it's it's the vocal minority that's being a jerk yeah. basically it says a lot more about the person saying that stuff too than it says about yes you. So yes it says nothing it about you actually <laughs> like you should just ignore yeah. that yeah. um I, I i wish i wish like i think they are getting better but i do wish the people moderating the streams like are quicker about deleting those there's comments. There's work to do in the moderation team. Yeah, that's okay. We've 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 always provided that feedback, and yeah, they're doing what they can. But yeah, uh, and for those people that are worried, we uh, Caleb and I and, and others have given feedback about mm-hmm. that, so they're working on it. Yeah. Uh, and then we had Milwaukee as well and Santiago. Uh, I could speak a little bit about Milwaukee. Maybe you could speak on Santiago because I I didn't have the sure. chance to watch that one. Uh, but sure. Milwaukee, we had uh Kimmy Swee. We had a number of world's qualified competitors compete. Kimmy Sweet, the only person making the top eight, and he actually came in on the loser side. Yeah. Um, but happy belated birthday to him too, because this is his 15th birthday actually on Sunday, which makes nice. me feel freaking old because we're twice his age, more than twice his age. Duh, but, uh, stop it! But also, I'm thinking like, what was I doing at 15? Nothing like that, right? I was not accomplishing anything that that meaningful, or I was not really good at anything. <laughs> but um, but anyway, absolutely cracked Balor, and he uh, he fought his way through the loose bracket, through the loose finals, 3-0's bulk in the first grand finals bracket, and then you know he loses 1-3 in the reset. But still incredible run, and yeah, very scary. And bulk winning it all, too. Very happy for bulk as well. We've seen him, well, he's been in grasses forever. Like He's he's on Chicago Stars for factions. He's played in... Um, I think he has played in like every. I think he's played in just as many bouts as I have, maybe even one more because he went to Worlds last year. But like, yeah. So he has like not taken a break, consistent, and like, cons- like one of the best like open great league players ever as well. He's been playing some other stuff too, but, um, but we've seen him at multiple multiple regionals and even NAIC last year he got top eight, but he just never got Worlds qualified and mm-hmm. he finally did, which was great. And he played amazingly too. Very very calm demeanor too. Um. But uh, yeah, so a man, a few words, man. Yeah, yeah. Even when he played his teammate King Bar, they just like shook their hands. I was like, whoa. I was like, isn't that like your friend? You talked to a lot. Of you like, I would have yeah. been like, I would one. I would have been smack talking way more if it was my friend. But also, like, I would have like, you know, you said, dabbed said him up some, afterwards. You know, yeah, or like, something. Yeah, like, bring it in, man. Yeah, but uh, yeah, King Bar's another great player too. But yeah, they're all in the same bracket, which is wild. Um, and 
and yeah, yeah, they came out in the the bracket of death for sure. <laughs> that was yeah, that that yeah. bracket had um. Let's see, just off the top of my head, there's other people that I don't even remember. I think it had King Bart, Balk, Kimmy Sui, Rysecation, Leo Geo, Enhoff. I think Trent as well. Mm-hmm. And a mm-hmm. bunch yeah, of people, right. dude. This is this is all one bracket. It was crazy. Mm-hmm. No surprise mm-hmm. that our two winners came from that. But also, Snots got third place, and because Kimmy Sweet already qualified for Worlds, that invite gets passed down to Snots too. So congratulations, yeah. Snots as well. Also a young trainer, but uh, definitely on the rise as well. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Uh, very cool okay. to see. And you know, Kimmy Sweet, man, catching Zapkins on Gfis. What is going He's- on? He's He's so cracked, dude. And it, it honestly it honestly makes me smile. Whenever I watch trainers like Kimmy Sui uh, or, or the other young trainers like me, Weedle, I think the future of our game is in great hands because these trainers are so, so talented. Yeah, and the future for my PvP career is not in great hands. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. yeah. Or, bird power Tiago. as well. Bird power, bird power yeah. Bird, I mean, they're all the kids. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Santiago. Yeah. So Santiago was really fun. Uh, the stream was a bit limited. It did crash a few times. Um, but the grand finals came on, they were smooth. Uh, it was a lot of fun to watch. Um, actually a trainer that, that I know, and that, uh, Morita Pokemon also knows, uh, ice Chris ended up winning. And I remember it was always a joke because the way he spells his, his username is I C E capital C R number one, five. So I was like, when I first saw him in my Twitch chat, I was like, oh, it's IceCR15. Because <laughs> uh, yeah, a lot of people then, put, name, put numbers behind their names. Kimmy Sui has yeah. one. Bulk has one. Yeah. But but it's uh, actually you have one? Ice Chris. <laughs> I do. I do. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, But Ice Chris was a lot of fun to watch. Uh, he played really well. He led his Altari into a couple of bad matchups uh-huh. uh, in the grand finals. But he ended up winning uh, three to one. That stream was really fun because they brought in like some community members. You got to interview some people. Like uh, Thali came onto the stream. She's mm-hmm. a, a Spanish-speaking streamer. Yeah, she uh, made Top Gun in Mexico City too. Dude, she's actually very good. And she, she also went to UIC, right? Yeah, yes, she I think I remember there. seeing her there. Yeah, that's uh, awesome. And they also interviewed Swagron, which is probably yeah. the most famous uh, Latam content creator. Uh, mm-hmm. Pedro's really, really cool, down to earth, really fun guy. Um, but yeah, it was really fun. And what really took me uh, by surprise about this one is at the very end when Ice Chris got, I think I actually posted a screenshot on Twitter, when he actually got his his series clinching victory, uh, Emilio and like two other friends just dogpiled him while he was on camera. <laughs> they just ran up and they just hugged him. You see Emilio's hair everywhere. They're yeah, just like amazing. cheering. They're like grabbing his face. Like, let's go, Chris, let's go. And I just feel like, again, like you see Palasha and all the people clapping for her and Andres, right, mm-hmm. in Turin. You see uh, you see Ice Chris's opponent just like grinning from ear to ear across mm-hmm. the table because he sees the the love and the, and the affection. And you see all of his friends there. And then you look at, you know, Balk and everybody in Milwaukee. I mean, this is community. This mm-hmm. is people coming together. Like Pokemon Go wants in-person events. They want to build uh, locals. They want to build uh, connectivity and, and camaraderie between these trainers this is where you go the championship series this is where it's happening when's the last time there was like a shiny caught at a community today and everybody just like dogpiled their friend they were like oh congratulations you got mm-hmm. a shundo or something it's just yeah. i don't know when that happens right but we see it on camera mm-hmm. at these championship series events and i think we need to we need to emphasize and capture those moments yeah it's like I don't want this to come off in like a like a bad way. Oh, it will. I'm just <laughs> Especially for those that don't PvP. But it's like you know, getting the hundo, getting the shiny, getting yeah. you know whatever you're looking for, right? Like an extra small Pokemon or big Pokemon. Like it's exciting. 
but it's random, right? It's RNG. It's it's. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can say sometimes there's skill involved on like if you catch a Pokemon or like if you raid fast enough, or whatever. Like there's ways to maximize your efficiency, but sure. for the most part, it's it's RNG. You could be the most efficient person in the world, have the most catches in the world, and still not get some of the stuff, right? And someone that could start the game tomorrow and get what you've been looking for for years, right? It's RNG, and so it's like if you go to a casino and you see someone win like the slot machine, yeah, everyone can be excited, but it's mm-hmm. luck, right? And it's like there's like um, it's like a temporary like form of euphoria, and then yes. it goes away, right? It's like euphoria for a little bit and then goes away. It's um, it's hedonistic, right? It's a very temporary thing, sure. right? Whereas um. Again, like I said, I'm not saying like it's a bad thing, right? It's all part of it. You don't think I'm excited when I get Shondo? I'm very excited, right? But or or get like or PVIVs, right? Get a nice PVIV Pokemon. That's great, right? But again, the it doesn't take preparation or work or something, right? To get to that point, you just need to bring your extra battery pack, say hydrated, you're good to go, right? You know, mm-hmm. have fuel in your car if you're driving around. But for PV stuff, like people like train for years, for months, for weeks with sparring partners, with friends and whatever. And there's a lot of coordination that happens. You have to like, you really have to travel to certain places. too. you don't have to travel a lot for some of these, you know, RNG stuff, but you fly out there, you know, you might've been up late prepping and stuff, right. Woke yeah. up early to do stuff. You need to like, and like a lot of the things that happen in the game, you it's on you, right. You have to make decisions. Of course you get outplayed, but you could always outplay your opponent too. Right. And sure. there's a lot of work that goes behind it. So that, feeling of success and those achievements have a a lot more that go into it than the joy you get from the other parts of the game, the RNG stuff. Which yeah. is why like I don't want to say like it's better or worse, but I'm just saying like there's a lot more I feel like there's a lot more longer lasting parts of PP because of the time and effort and relationships you build into it. It's a it's a craft, right? It's a skill mm-hmm. and it's a hobby it's an esport it's a bunch of things right catching shinies and doing raids will never be an esport because it's rng right there's there's no sport about it but you know it's Dude. like it's like it's like comparing like playing slots versus like playing with a soccer team or a football team or whatever right like you win a championship there versus you win the slots thing it's a very different feeling right dude and again like like you said if you win the lottery that's a singular um, a singular expression, right? If mm-hmm. you catch a shiny, that's an individual experience. Like that person gets it, right? But when you go to LAIC and you see all the Brazilians tra- cheering for their LNDS uh, teammate or friend that's up on stage, when you go to Hartford and all the NEB, the Northeast Battlers trainers, are cheering mm-hmm. for their guy or their girl up on stage, yeah. it feels more like a community effort, right? Mm-hmm. And like you said, there's so much buildup. There's so many trials and tensions that you go through. I know a lot of trainers don't want that. They said, I play the game to relax. If I catch a yeah. shiny, I get that shot of dopamine and I'm fine. But a lot of trainers do want more from the game. And I think that these events give you more, like you said, more long-term validation and reward for, it, it's like input and output, right? You can grind as hard as you want and, and get unlucky. Mm-hmm. But if you grind as hard as you can, you can win championships, right? Yeah. It's it, it's not skill capped on getting super lucky, mm-hmm. unless we're talking about Registeel Zapkin and debuffs, Caleb. I'm sorry, <laughs> too soon, too soon. I didn't redeem myself, friends, though, man. <laughs> no, that's that's a tough one. I mean, if how you know, do I redeem you know. myself? Win first, like that's that's kind of hard to go into something with that mentality, unless you're like Axon, but I ain't no right. Axon, dude. Ax- Axon had had the car running. 
during his last finals. <laughs> He's like, I got to get out of here, man. Let's wrap this up. Uh, no bracket reset. <laughs> well, yeah, that's I mean, that's a great example too, right? Even San Diego, right? Like winning that or getting second place there and seeing my friend win, like I was very happy for him. Like I know like how much work he's put into PP over the years, right? Like people that know Ramberto know he's been an OG since he was a teenager, right? He was also, yep. he's also very young. I mean, not as young as some of these people, but still very young. He put in a lot of work and, you know, this is his first regional and, you know, like he, there's a lot that goes into this and I was super happy for him. I mean, I, I would have been happy for honestly any opponent for the most part, right? Because I, no one wins a regional by luck, right? I know whoever wins regional had to put in work and effort, right? There's no, there's no fluke on that. Um, yeah. but it's, yeah, it's just, there's just Dude. so much that goes into it. And as, as another battler, you know, the amount of time and work that goes into it. Right. Um, Dude, I don't know if I told you this, but, but, uh, I'll say this real quick. So Ramberto actually taught me a lot. I think it was a team-based competition where we were battling and he did something that, again, this was years ago and I didn't really fully understand it, but I was yeah. like, Oh, th he taught me and he didn't even realize he was doing it. Now, what I'm talking about is, you know, essentially with your charge attacks, uh, he was playing Zwilus. And Zwilus has Body Slam Dark Pulse. Like, obviously, Body Slam is less energy than Dark Pulse. And typically, trainers go in one of two modes. Either one, they build up to enough for a Body Slam, then they throw it immediately. Or two, they go all the way up to Dark Pulse, and then you have the option to bait or go for the Dark Pulse. Right. Now, what Berto did was, again, this seems like ancient history, but for new trainers, this, this was like a revelation. Essentially, what he did was he overcharged a lot and masked where his energy was throughout the game and threw off body slams at like random increments when I wasn't ready for it or when I wasn't expecting it. And by the end of the game, he had like a whole dark pulse loaded. I had no idea how he even had that stored because <laughs> he was so good at, at like getting a couple of dragon breaths and switching out or overcharging until the charge move. And then, you know, doing something different. Yeah. He was so good at masking his charge energy. Mm -hmm. And I mean, dude, he was, he was like the Kimi Sui of, of 2019, right? He was like 15 mm -hmm. years old, crushing everybody, a young prodigy. Yeah. And like you said, to see him succeed, it, when a player succeeds in the championship series, we all succeed in a way, mm -hmm. right? It's, yeah. it's really cool. Definitely. I mean, it, it shows that there's, it provides meaning behind all the countless hours you put into it, sure. right? Catching mm -hmm. stuff and whatever. Like it's, there's, there's, there's payoff and there's, you know, it leads to something, right? I mean, obviously it leads to worlds, but it leads to like the growth of the player and the growth of the sport, right? And other people learning from what they see, right? You Maybe yeah. you didn't win San Diego where you're like, dude, I just watched Berto do some wild stuff. I want to be like him one day, right? Mm -hmm. It's just like, mm -hmm. it's like, yeah, like if you don't <laughs> we'll go with sports references because we didn't really get one today. But it's, like, it. it's like, if you see like MJ or LeBron James win something, right? And you're a kid, you're trying to get in the NBA one day, like they're an inspiration to you. You want to be that, right? You learn something sure. from them. You want to be that. It's not like they won, so I lost. No, it's like like everyone wins because they are now the role model or they have they have gone to a level that you did not perceive before. Yes. And they just elevated they they're elevating everyone's game. It's like it's like Steph Curry, actually. Dude, people sure. are shooting threes from like the half like 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 way beyond the three point line, right? Yes. Mid court shots, right? Like full court shot three. You know, maybe not full court shot threes as much, but I know like, you, I like know way past the three point. Like people way used to deep, just dude. sit at their toes on the three point line, right? Right. You know, before crossing it and shoot it. But because Steph Curry started doing it, um, I mean, even Damian Lillard as well has been doing it, right? It's just like it changed. Yep. It literally revolutionized how people play the game because they look up to them and they're also doing it. They're like, hey. If Steph Curry can shoot it, why can't I? Right, and yeah. it's just because it's weird because it's like, where do you guard people at from the 
<laughs> like the half court line? No way, right? Exactly. Like, like you exactly. might have to, right? Um, yeah. I think I saw a clip of actually it was like high school. It was like kids like shooting from the three point line, and then and then they went back and forth. It was like literally five or six three pointers made in a row. Oh so my like, gosh! So it's like you're on the t- other team, you shoot a three. I come out, I go to I go to the other side. I'm a little bit further. I shoot it. Yeah. Then you go to like the mid court line and you shoot one. So I'm gonna do. I'm gonna like one up you, right? They literally didn't even pass the ball. They just went back and forth. It was crazy. And like the whole tackle was like, yeah, Steph Curry changed the whole game, right? Yeah, uh, change like change the whole generation, but. It's so important for for people that are talented and committed to show others what's possible, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know, even even playing community day with King, right? King was in Orlando oh, yeah. back at the Orlando Mega. Mm-hmm. I was like, I have never seen somebody hustle like King did for community <laughs> day, right? And for other people, they're like, yeah, we know King. We know what he does. He's always like that. But those people that are are committed, borderline obsessed with the thing with their with their craft. Those are the people that really open up new frontiers for others, right? Yeah. I tried to keep up with King, too. I couldn't. I could not. It's tough, dude. People joined, then they fell off the wagon. <laughs> yeah. I just hang on. I was like, I need to eat, King. Yeah. yeah exactly. <laughs> but, um, yeah. Anyway, we're talking a lot about the recaps and stuff, and hopefully people enjoyed it. <laughs> if not. Oh, oh, yeah. And the meta. The meta shifted a little bit, too. It's mostly, yeah, I mostly was... meta shame. I was a bit sad to not go to Milwaukee because it's a brand new meadow. It's been yeah. fun, really, really fun to cast. But at the same time, dude, I was watching uh, Turin. I was watching Santiago and I was watching Milwaukee. <laughs> dude, and then all over the place. And then there was also a um, uh, a, a tournament in Dallas for Halo Infinite that I was watching. Oh, my like, goodness. Did you dude, see I, I, literally, <laughs> I, I had four I had four different browsers open on my two monitors. Oh, and I was just watching crap. all the things. You had at least yeah. like two different languages, too, going on. <laughs> Exactly. That's wild. That's wild. Um, but yeah, good. the meta did shift. Uh, honestly, I don't think Alone Sandslash is as good as we think it is. It's great in GBL, but I think it's actually pretty hard to bring in. Yeah. Double double super effective counters. It's also like, time. I think Alone Sandslash, Alone Sandslash was better when Trevenant was around. You remove one of his biggest targets. True. Fair, fair. And like, you have to shield like potential Shadow Balls. Like, yeah, like, Joe one's nice, but like, the ice punch is and shadow claw damage is still the same against fires, right? You're a little better into lantern, I guess. Lantern and G Fisk. Yeah. Those are pretty much the main two. I mean it's good neutral damage. I'm not saying it's not a the buff wasn't meaningful. But yeah. at least at least from what I saw in Milwaukee, it was not easy to bring in a little sand slash. Dude. Like it wasn't bad, I, but it was still like it was it's just like it takes a lot of shields too. I was playing Registeel in GBL and I matched up against a Dugong. And for the first time, dude, I had to shield a Dugong with Registeel. What is that? Because of Drill yeah. Run. Yeah, same. I let the first two go and I shield the Icy Wind. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, dude. I, I feel to, your pain. I need to send that matchup with Bastion. I think Bastion still wins it, but that's no longer a fun matchup for Bastion. Bastion nope. loses, dude. Asosh, though. Especially not if you're zero. chipped. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But well, the meta definitely. Dish, yeah. Steel typing resist rock, ice is weak to it, so it's neutral, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. There's less GFIS for sure, though. A lot more Registeel, which makes sense because you have much more reliable matchups against Alone Sand Slash, against Water Gun Lantern, um, and there's no Trevenant, so you're not hard walled by some like ghost grass type anymore. Yep. And Metacham. Metacham's everywhere, and Registeel's way more played into that than GFIS does. Yeah. Dude, Metacham is like literally. I looked into Deoxys Defense, it's, it's not worth it, I think. Yeah, I tried it and it's it's not. And I played against some like in scrims and like it's not as good as it seems. Yeah. Kimmy Sweet didn't even bring Deoxys events and he he brought Deoxys events when it was less good <laughs> when Trevenant yeah, was true. around. So I don't even know true. how he made it how he made it work back then. But yeah, even he brought Medicham this time. 
Uh, we could probably honestly, because we're already at like an hour 23. I feel like we could talk a lot about the meta next time. Honestly, though, Caleb, you might agree yeah. with me. You can just stay straight up if you do or not. I think that we'll know more after this upcoming weekend about what the meta really is going to be. Because I think that Milwaukee was an experiment. Turin and Santiago were all experiments. I think Fresno is going to tell us a lot. And then we can have like a discussion going into NAIC, right? Does I'll that share my sense? thoughts with with Fresno with you next week after my okay yeah. after after yeah, after I can't sh- I can't share my strategies now. There it is. I got my team ready, but I would love I would love for I would love for everyone to sound off in the comments as well. What you think about the meta? I think the big victory, everybody. Here, I'll kick this off. The big victory, the <laughs> the largest victory that we could have asked for is we did not see a single knocked out wing attack down an entire healthy Trevenant the entire weekend. Three mm-hmm. regionals. We didn't see that one single time. And I'm so grateful because it's so hard to watch. It's so hard to cast. It's so boring. And it, we already know the game is over when that happens. Yeah. So, yeah. Dang. I mean, Lantern and Medi still look better than ever, but at sure. least there's way more neutral play into those, right? So, yeah. Way more neutral play. Metachamp can almost beat everything with energy, but it can't beat Sableye. It can't beat Kofagrigus. Like, it's still going to have a tough time against Rubigas. <laughs> yeah. I don't think it was not that many people are going to beat but Spend Delicio did, though. And I thought his team was great, but. He had that ghost mirror matchup, and it was just like terrible. Because like, you're not mirror matchup, head to head. Because Sableye just like just tore yeah. apart, right? It can't Sableye looked up. real good though. Uh, speaking of which, I should finish my Shadow Sableye recently. Too. Oh, yeah. Fresno appearance, dude! I got so dude. You saw how much Pampor candies I get. How, how much dust you think I got this this past weekend, right? <laughs> a crap ton. A crap ton. Yeah, yeah. I, I maxed out a few T tars as well. Like I, I just had to max stuff out at this point. <laughs> I should spend my dust be. <laughs> Dude, I know. Um, all right. So in other news, uh, there is I actually do appreciate this tweet from Niantic. Uh we talked about it last week, I think. But they said trainers to address an issue where Mewtwo Shadow Raids rewards did not include the rare candy XL bonus for in-person five-star raids. You will receive either 10, 20, or 30. Rare Candy XL by the end of this week, based on how many Mewtwo Shadow Raids you completed. Beginning in Hidden Gems, we will have we have ensured that five star Shadow Raids will have the same chances of awarding Rare Candy XL as five star Raids. We appreciate your understanding. I like the correction there. Obviously, it kind of sucked that we didn't get Rare XLs, and sure. maybe you don't get the amount you think you deserve based on how many you raid, but it's something. And I do. I remember specifically too in um night. In Michael's video with Zoe Two Dots, he even said yeah. like, "Yeah, like she asked about rare can rare XLs. Maybe that's a way to incentivize people to raid in person rather than remote." And he said, "Yeah, he said like, it seems like most people were still more after legendaries than rare XLs, so that's why we haven't made rare XL candy like a huge priority." But I'm like, dude, just make it like that would help so much because it's so inaccessible right now. It's hard to do that many raids, but so inaccessible yeah. to get enough rare XLs in general. Or XL mm-hmm. candy for legendaries, right? But they're making baby steps there, which is fine, I guess, for that purposes. I gotta say though, reading mm-hmm. this, that line you said you will receive either 10, 20, or 30 rare candy XL. Come on, Niantic. You don't use the Oxford comma? There's no comma between <laughs> 20 and or. It looks so awkward. I mean uh, it's, I don't know if that's a typo or whoever's writing this doesn't use the Oxford comma. I, I, I would honestly rather it be a typo than the latter. 
This Cause... this is this is a bit of a, a cheap shot, dude. But if Niantic's known for anything, they're known for proofreading their blog posts. <laughs> Again, I hope it is a typo. But part of me thinks that they did proofread it, and they this, the person that tweeted this doesn't use Oxford comma. So if you're out there and you're listening to us and you work for Niantic, go find who tweeted that, and you make sure you educate them on why the Oxford comma is important. That's, that's my ask of you. You know, oh, nice, sometimes nice, it's hard nice. to call out coworkers when they fall short and stuff, but. That comma need to be there, man. I'm just saying. I'm looking through their other tweets to see if they use the Oxford comma, and I haven't found any that like is relevant for that. But I am curious if it's just like uh like whoever's tweeting out is stylistically that's how they like it. But the Oxford comma just makes way more sense, man. Yeah, it does. I agree. Anyway, that's what I noticed. Um, but yeah, that's about that for that part, and we have ourselves some June content. So uh, we're just going to go over this really quickly here because, mm-hmm. I mean, they're just mostly just it, – it's yeah, it's, it's just um, – well, we got the, the Lake Trios, right? Uxi, Mesprit, mm-hmm. Azelf, which, again, kind of a feels-bad moment because you can't really raid a bunch of these remotely, right, with friends across the ocean or whatever. <laughs> you can only do six each, which is like, again, how are you going to make an XL Mesprit or Uxi if you can only do six remote raids? You can't. You literally can't make them. I mean, luckily they're not relevant for PP or raid purpose or whatever. But like, that's just another still, huge flaw in the design, right? Yeah. Um, we are getting Nihiligo back though on June fifteenth to the 29th. and then Heatran from twenty ninth to July sixth. Again, Heatran's not going to be that relevant even with our power, so don't stress over that one. Dude, in it's my time. I have two Hundo Heatran. This I is have, my I moment. I have one Hundo Heatran, dude. I have ton of, two Hundo Kyurums and or Kyurums, whatever. But I haven't made those either. I mean, hey, you, you, you go out there and remote raid six Heatran a day, Speedy. Right? All right. I'm I'll there. even hop in a raid and send you one and hop out. I'm, I'm <laughs> yeah. going on campfire. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Seriously. Uh, shadow raids. Um, there we do have shadow raids starting on June 10th. Shadow Articuno will appear in shadow raids during weekends in June. Uh. Sure. Okay. Well, okay. It is. <laughs> Wait, well, that's this upcoming weekend, right? So we'll have Shadow Articuno yeah. at Fresno, all right? We Dude, we'll have Axew and Shadow Articuno in the same weekend. Mega Swamper, too. I finally got enough energy, Mega, mega Energy, to make a Mega Swamper because I didn't do any because we were at Toronto. Remember? During that regional, and we didn't have any gyms in our vicinity during the yeah. event. Like, it was a three hour event. I couldn't do any. I'd come not a long feel, way. I was like, I ain't going to spend on remote raids, raid passes, but Shadow Swamper's back. Finally got one. Mega Sceptile, too. Again, I don't have that one as well. June 15th to 29th. And then there's another Mega from June 29th to the 6th. I mean, dude, it's obvious. It's either Blaziken or Tyranitar, right? Like, what else could it really be, right? Like, yeah. Well, the we event did... is called Shadow Flames, right? Or something like that. Oh, it is? Oh, dude. Why did they Why did they have a question mark? Obviously, it's like... <laughs> it's like, Spawning in the Wilds, Blastoise, Venusaur, and... Surprise! 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 The third... So the old vent is only called Flying Fire Pokemon. Surprise. Uh, <laughs> anyway, maybe it's not. But it might be T-Char because um, Tarantar, I, I looked at mine and it has the Mega Evolution button already, but it's not even in Mega Reads yet. Yeah. Dark um, Flames, yeah. Dark Flames. Oh, dark though. It could be T-Char, right? Yeah, what if it's both? What if it's a Blaziken <gasps> riding a T-Tar? You get Mega oh Extra Oh my god! Both. Or a Blaziken with a T-Tar hat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Or T-Tar uh, with Blaziken no, gloves. But, but when you make evolve, it won't have it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Blaziken with T-Tar teeth, but his mouth is still closed. 
<laughs> I can't wait. New cosmetics. Check the shop. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh my goodness, so funny! It's gonna be Tyranitar, but it's throwing fire blasts at every raid. <laughs> oh! <the> dark flames. <laughs> All right. Anyway, we got a bunch of different events here. We'll we'll see how it goes. June community day. I mean, that's a big one, right? Which is gonna be Axie, so that's gonna be cool. And you know, raid hours are just all the legendaries mm-hmm. and mythical beasts we mentioned earlier. Um, this spotlight hour today, actually. Oh, actually, no, it just. That's a, oh no, shoot. today's it's tomorrow. Yeah, it's tomorrow. Yeah, I was gonna say, I was like, shoot, no, dude. I, yeah. I literally checked my calendar. I was like, wait, it's, it's the <laughs> I know, beach I hour. was like, it's 7 p.m. I was like, I just missed it. Uh, yeah, it's a beach hour. It's a bunch of crustacean. So if you're two yeah. of butters, you want to avoid this one because that man's allergic to all, you know, shellfish. But <laughs> crabby, kabuto, corfish, clauncher, crab brawler. Uh, all five at once. That's an interesting spotlight hour. That's pretty cool. Yeah. But anyway, and then we got Binding Coast on current. Go duo, nothing crazy. Uh, but yeah, that's that's it for this month's events. So yeah, we'll be uh, you looking for some crustacean, dude? I'm gonna catch a, a ton of crabs. <laughs> Don't I'm, you have I'm a lot go... of um crustacean in Mississippi? Uh, crawfish, relatively, crawfish, yeah. The right? Gulf Coast, Gulf Coast definitely has a lot of crawfish. Um, yeah, there's, there's an some... adult joke in there somewhere about crabs, but we're not gonna go there. <laughs> yeah. If you eat too much and you're allergic, you could die. That's a dull joke. That's that's true. But no, no, it should be fun. Um, I was gonna tell you, dude, I'm I'm finally gonna get serious about my megas because I was thinking about GoFest coming up, and I was like, you know what? I should start working on my not only my megas but also my primals because dude, I'm, bonuses... I'm I'm one I'm one away from maxing out my Groudon primal. See, I've been working on it. I need to step it up. Yeah, I still have a bunch of Groudon entry left. I just I just want to make like a subpar Groudon primal, right? You know how me? I have like three of everything. I have like I'm like a, I'm yeah. on, on my second beach row. I have three Gyarados. Two well, that just Pidgeot. means that you you don't have to wait for the cooldown. You just go exactly. Gary one. Day two is Gary two. Day exactly. three is Gary three. Exactly. Yeah. Or a big event like a really long event, sixteen hour grind. Gary back to back, man. I was telling this to uh, some of my teammates, and my teammate Twastel was like, "You know the amount of mega energy it took you to make the second and third one. You could have easily just used with the with." Without waiting for the cooldown, because <laughs> the cooldown time is like seven mega energy, whereas I was spending like hundreds making the second and third one. Whoops! Hey, long term investment though, right? Twenty years down the road, it'll catch up to you. No, it'll probably be more than that. Because honestly, how well, often are you mega evolving like every like the same mega every single time? Right? It's not. It doesn't happen exactly. Often. It's fine. What are we gonna do with all this mega Gyarados energy anyway? Right? You know. That's true. That's Dude, if there if there's ever a Go Battle League Cup where you can mega evolve multiple. Caleb Ping's gonna be number one of the leaderboards, baby. Triple Mega Gyarados. Dude, I'm hitting. Dude, I'm going I for the global the leaderboard one. in multiple things. Pan Power, Panpour XO. I can't the second mega, mega Gyarados. Yeah, most amount of Mega Threes of Gyarados. Like, there's a third Mega Gyarados. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Big hacks. Big hacks. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, <laughs> uh, that's that's about that. Um, no, I'm serious though. I really think I have the world record for the most amount of Panpour XOs. Dude, I want I people mean, to sound off. A who, lot of people who beats twenty seven hundred. I mean, Japan has a lot of spawns, but they don't have Pampor spawning there. Fair. So maybe some people in like San Francisco or New York might have one. But I'm, dude, I'm telling you, I'm at all these regionals, man. I was talking to my friend Auburn, my teammate Auburn. He's he's a big grinder. But I was like, hey, I was like Auburn, I got you beat in at least one <laughs> thing. This is Pampor XLs. He was like, WTF? Like, what is that about? <laughs> yeah, like why? <laughs> I'm the Monkey King, baby. <laughs> Um, all right, so we need to come up with a bet for Legend this season, I think, right? Mm. Do you want to handicap? 
I feel bad, dude. I know it's gonna hurt your pride to accept it, but you gotta do something, man. You uh, dude, you, know, like, you know what? Got the beard shaved off. You're about to be like, you know, if drinking some Pepto Bismol. Like, if I was, if I was a smart man, I would just say no bets this season. <laughs> but that's a good thing you're you're not a smart man because you're a politician. <laughs> Dang, <laughs> burn. <clears throat> Who am I burning there? You are the politicians. <laughs> Me. Uh, but no, no, no. I, I don't know. I'll think about it. I, I always feel like. I always say I'll think about it, and then I don't think about it. Then we record. And then we're like, let's think about it during the recording. And the people are like, oh, my God, what are they talking about? This I, I, like yeah. Three I, minutes, and then just <laughs> deliberating. I got something for the veteran bet. Oh. This is actually my patrons recommended when I was streaming to them. And oh. it's uh, the first person to hit veteran, the other person, for the next time there's a Great League rotation around. For a full day, you have to play a team of Breloom, Zapkin. Breloom got C-bomb buff, right? Breloom, <laughs> Zaf Cannon Provo Pass. You can run whatever fast move. And what was the third? Let's just say Emolga. <laughs> what, yeah, what, what's 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 the name of this team? Is there like a Oh, no, no. It was something with liquidation, I think. Like, How about why this? does this exist? How about this? Oh, because the, they're okay. the worst things to get buffs. Zaf Cannon Provo Pass. It's got to be like, um, okay. what do you call it? I got it. I got it. Breloom. Zap can a pro pass, and then the third Pokemon, it could be anything that learns liquidation. Your choice. <laughs> and this 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 is open great? Open greatly. For a full day says so you have to stream it. 25 battles. But whoever loses, right? Whoever doesn't get dude, I'm still on like rank seven. You're way ahead of me. <sighs> yeah. It's pretty good, right? But it's a mini bet. It's a mini bet. There's no it seems like fun. public embarrassment. Yeah. Could be cool. I've heard a lot of good things about Glissopod. Hopefully they're great things because you need to carry this pro pass and the brain loop. Like, can it one v seven? Because you might need uh, it. The thing is, I think it beats Metacham, right? So that's like uh, when you look at okay. Breloom and Probo, True. you need a Metacham. <laughs> okay, okay, so so ABB, right? But what do you say swapping a Breloom or a Pro Pass? They both look awful. No, I think you know because you have Bug and Grass fighting in the back. I think you lead the Probo. You safe switch the brain. What do they come in flyer? Though? What do they have medicine? Then, then you have to stay. You have to stay in Zap <laughs> Zapkin. Double, pass, double week. <laughs> You're not getting the Zapkin. They need to be lagging. They need to be lagging so hard that like they can't get in their phone for three minutes straight. How, how many sparks to Zapkin? I'm gonna look it up. I don't know. Dude, there's it's a lot of thunder shocks to Zap Cannon, so Dude, I don't even think you get. I don't think you get to the Zap Cannon without getting counted out, even if you had lock on as a fast move. With the pole pass? Okay, so you need one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten sparks for Zap Cannon. God, dude, sim it against Medicham. See, see how many sparks you get before you get counted down. In the so, uh, <laughs> so in the zeros, you take a psychic and you well, get KO'd. You okay. get to the Zap Cannon in the zeros, oh, but do. the next two, the next two counters uh, KO you, and Medicham wins with fifty-two HP out of one forty. What if they just go for a counter down? You got the Zap Cannon, though. That's actually pretty good. I didn't think you would make it. Hey, maybe there's something to this. Spark? Spark Probo? If you go... Spark Probo. If you go all the way and they just try to counter you down, then they win with 48 HP and 98 energy. Dude, hey, that would be devastating. Nah, nah, you're good. Just bring Can't in a... Can't go Just bring in a... You know what you should bring in? Just bring in a Slowbro after you resist all that damage. Wait, because Slowbro doesn't have liquidation, though. <laughs> well, we can't play Slowbro. Yeah, Come on, slow that's bro. the bet. You better hope that they're running Dynamic Punch, Ice Punch, Metacham, if you come with the Glissapod right there. Dude, it's pretty... If Metacham shields once, it is ugly. 
It is ugly, Caleb. If they shield a rock slide, they walk out with 117 out of 142 HP. It's a good thing Medicham is not meta at all, so you'll be fine. Yeah. Yeah, who plays Medicham? Hey, hey, more motivation to hit veteran first, you know? This is great, yeah. too, because whoever hits veteran first, the other person will be hella slowed down by this by this one day of sets, and True. you're going to struggle to hit legend sooner, too. All right, think about the handicap. I'm willing Dude. to give you two-week handicap for legend. Dude, did we even talk about it on the last recording? What? Bet to legend about, about our our eleventh hour legend push. Oh, your, uh, yeah. yeah, I think so. I think we did. You hit it. Did we? I think so. Oh wait, last week. Oh wait, no, no, we didn't because it it, it didn't rotate yet. We didn't. You didn't hit it yet. Oh my yeah, god. Yeah, yeah. Well, you hit. Yeah. Well, spoiler alert. Speed hit legend. Yo, you like to do yeah. this alternating thing. You hit legend. You don't hit legend. This is not good boating well for this upcoming season. But let's see if we can break the Dude. trend. Dude, I think this is the recording. Let's see. Oh, oh, it's a think... recording. Hopefully, it's yeah, not a screenshot. It. <laughs> Whoa, oh, let's go. Okay, all right. If you're watching the YouTube version, you see he claimed it. Got thirty. Let's Wait, go, what did Jumpy do? Thirty fifty-nine. Thirty fifty-nine. I think I went. I went five zero to get it. Yeah, right there. And you got a Libre afterward, right? Yeah, regular Libre, not shiny. Yeah, just Mariana's Libre was. <laughs> yeah, hers are shiny, right? Hers are shiny, dude. Yeah. I don't know how. Uh, but yeah, did it uh, after midnight on the very last day. The leagues were rotating, or excuse me, the seasons were rotating at 3 p.m. And after midnight, I uh, got the 5 0. So, wow, pretty close. Pretty good, pretty DJ good. Enterprise got his on his very last set. Or I saw that he was streaming for his last set, too. He was trying, he was pushing for it. Yeah, all right. I just, I, this is not a tea, tea topic, but I'm just gonna, I'm gonna call him out, right? I like DJ. I think DJ and I have good oh, rapport. No. I've actors. met him before. No, no. Thing is, DJ, you got to believe in yourself, dude. I don't want to see uh, you yeah. calling the season three weeks before it's over and being like, it's not going to happen for me. I can't do it. And then you freaking do it. So stop doubting yourself, dude. You look like an, you look like an ass when you do that because you're definitely capable of doing it. And it's just like, I don't know. You keep saying you can't do it, DJ, and then you keep doing it. It's honestly bugging me, man. Yeah, you gotta your just inner hubris, man. You gotta change your inner Caleb. Yes, you just yeah. gotta believe no matter yeah. what. You, you're down zero to two shields against a shadow Charizard. Caleb says, "I can win this." <laughs> yeah, I sure can with Bastion. No problem. <laughs> there you no go. problem. Exactly. There you go. I mean, I go. think there is something to that where it's you need. Oh, and I, and I think DJ Enterprise is a great guy too. I'm, this is not a knock on him by any means, but mm-hmm. for those that win a regional or qualify for worlds or win worlds and stuff like that, you have to have confidence, right? You have to believe you can do it. You have to have a level of hubris and cockiness to yes. a degree. You think Kimmy Sweet's going out there thinking that he's going like, oh, I don't know if I could win. No, he's like, right? I'm catching the Zap Cannon, right? I'm like, glowing or something. I could easily been focused by it. He just loses right there, right? He's like, no, I'm catching a Zap Cannon from a one-turn lock-on ready seal, right? Like, and he believes he can do it. I mean, dude, I mean, some people have a little too much confidence, right? Like, <laughs> you know, some of those arrows, like, man, this team is too weak to bash that. No problem. I got this, right? <laughs> but, yes. but, I mean, even Arrow, right? He needs the confidence to qualify for Worlds as well. And, like, and, you know, we're just making fun of Arrow, but, like, he, like, you <laughs> need to have the confidence, right? Like, I remember when I used to scream with Arrow back in 2019, 2020, I was like, dude. This guy thinks he could beat everyone, and I'm kind of scared, right? You got to be the guy running in, running headfirst in war, right? To think you can do it, right? That's what it takes, you know. Exactly. So exactly. Um, but speaking of that, I think we could transition actually here to our tea topic because I think it's a little relevant here too. 
Um, Let's do it. And it is actually a tweet, actually, from Jakobovic. Jakobovic is our OCIC winner. And um, he, uh, yeah, he he won um, Oceania International Championships. And I think he went 18-1 and to win it all. Mm -hmm. The highest win percentage out of anyone in the world. uh, For any tournament, actually, historical, including season one, I believe. He only lost one battle, not one set, one battle the entire tournament. And it was like round one, I think. Mm-hmm. He literally went 2-0 and 3-0s after, after that. And he actually tweeted something out too. And I, I, I'm I, not super surprised. It's a little bummer to hear. I'm actually not super surprised because even when I tweeted out, I said, oh, this is the, the most impressive performance I've seen in a while, like ever seen because just by win rate alone. And people were like responding, like, "Oh, I don't know. I feel like human catcher bucks more impressive. Like they oh, have yeah, more yeah, people, yeah. like skill, skill ceiling, or like the skill level is higher. Blah blah blah. Right? So like, there's already people already like kind of like knocking out Yakovovich, which I think is a little unfair because like, hey, how about you fly down to OCIC? If you think it's that easy, you fly down, you win that travel war, you your flight's paid for itself, right? right? You get the trial, you get the the prize pool. It's all paid for itself. But anyway, Yakovovich tweeted out. Um, wanting advice and opinions of people who are well-known within uh, the PvP community. How do you deal with toxicity? After winning OCIC, I started receiving an uncomfortable amount of toxic messages from people I battle through GBL, often saying I'm trash and undeserving of my win in OCIC. And I simply got lucky, uh, etc. Of course, I expected this initially and ignored them for the most part, but they've been continuing on consistently. It's beginning to reach the point where having um, my battles casually throughout the day, uh, sorry, the tweets are a little out of order, um, starts okay. making me anxious and un- and unenjoyable. I don't know if others experience this, but I'm sympathetic towards you who do cop with these issues. I think you probably meant cope with these issues. People need to realize that although we may not have won big tournaments, at the end of the day, we are still human and play this game uh, for fun. So please, if you do match up against someone who you recognize and you beat them, a simple GGs is all that is needed to be said after. Which is like so disappointing to hear. Like imagine like beating someone in GBL blind three format, right? Even if it's show six, right? And be like, oh yeah, GG's like like yeah, like, you don't deserve to be the champion. You don't deserve to go. It's like what? Like dude, get over yourself. Like again, like just like the toxic comments towards like women on these streams, like people like this that are this toxic, it says way more about yourself that you feel the need to say this. It says way more about your own insecurities and maybe jealousy than anything else, right? And like it's it's like and Yukovich is such like a humble guy too, right? And he was like super nice and you know, I remember I ran to him in the bathroom before grand finals. He's like, dude, he's like I'm super nervous. I was like, it's okay. Like, (laughs) like you're doing fine. Just keep doing you, right? Like you've been doing great. You know, like he didn't go in there like, yeah, I'm gonna crush fish on the heater. I'm gonna crush like, uh, (laughs) you know, whoever he's gonna face. Like, I mean, and and honestly, if someone felt like that, they're feeling themselves, whatever, right? But it's just like, you know, you know, I I would hate for this to like hurt your Kovacic's confidence. Yeah, because he's a great battler. Just do you, right? Honestly, if like, I mean, this affects people in different ways, right? If it was me, like I'm, I'm just like, I'll prove you wrong, Worlds. Then, right? Yep. I, I actually yep. wrote a comment too. I just said, respond to them with a picture of your first place trophy, because that's what I do, right? <laughs> maybe with, maybe I throw in a middle finger. Out. Uh, depends on how, <laughs> right, depends, right. On, depends on how toxic it is. But, uh, <laughs> I mean, yeah, I'm not suggesting that necessarily. Uh, but it's just like, dude, like just screw off, man. Like, like who cares? If I don't even care, dude. I'm someone 
honestly it's it's even funnier i don't even remember the name <laughs> but but <laughs> but they they beat me in show six like once or twice i think at least twice right yeah and they're like hey like so how about that franco right this first time right he's like hey can we be friend can i get your can I keep you on my friends list i was like sorry i'm like out of space and and then he's like and second time he beats me, he's like, oh, GG's. He's like, he's like, how about now, right? Like, you know, like, how many times? And I was like, nah, sorry, it's only on space, right? He's like, he's like, how many times I got beat you to uh, to be on your friends list? I was like, dude, honestly, if I had to add everyone that beat me, like, I would definitely be out of space. You, you got even yep. longer than you. I was like, who cares? Mm-hmm. Who cares if you beat me? Like, what does that matter, right? Like, don't make that about your self-worth, right? Because yep. – Honestly, it's ironic because I still don't remember who the heck this person is. So there's still nobody. By <laughs> Sorry, right? I know it sounds mean, but like it's just like again, like if you if like I don't know, it's just. Dude, the thing is, the thing is, man, the person that that beats a regional or international champion and feels that desire to send them a toxic message afterwards, or the person that loses to them, I want every regional international champion to remember that to them. That was the battle of their week. That was the most important thing that happened to him. That happened free. to them. That was it, right? That you you were the most important thing in their life in that battle right there, right? Mm-hmm. To you, it was just another Tuesday. All right. Dude. And that's just that's another not, night, just another Tuesday. Just another few minutes of my Tuesday. I don't like, sometimes they say GG's and I'm like, GG's, man. I, like, I don't even know what you ran. <laughs> like yeah, you remember yeah. my name. I don't remember yours. And like that's just how it is, right? It's not it's nothing personal, but like like you know, it's yeah. And our buddy, dude, I, I actually dealt with a, a pretty toxic comment uh, months ago, actually, maybe even like a year ago. Okay. Right. And our buddy, our buddy, Lyndon, you know, I, I, I think I put this in Florida chat. Uh, I said, yeah, you know, I lost to this person. They were talking, you know, all this smack and saying all these things. And it's kind of bothering me. Right. And Lyndon said, dude, think about it this way. They know who you are and you don't have a effing idea who they are nope. <laughs> that's all you need to know i still don't remember the guy trying to add me on my friend's list <laughs> i still don't yeah it's just like i don't know it it's just a lack of respect and it says more about the person than it does about you you always need to remember that like if you if you get a crazy matchup against like if, if you're just playing at your local court and like lebron walks onto the court and you make like a three and he's like yo good shot then that that there's that should be a moment of respect where mm-hmm. the both the two of you are like, oh yeah, that, that's actually mm-hmm. one of the cooler experiences. It shouldn't be like, yo, LeBron, you suck, Michael Jordan all day, baby. How could you let me make that three? Your your ass, you're not the goat. Like that just says more about that person being yeah. unsportsmanlike than anything else. It's honestly, it honestly speaks a lot to that person's own insecurity yes. because they feel the need to make themselves feel better because they beat you once or beat you twice or whatever how many times, right? Because they don't feel great about themselves. So like like they haven't accomplished what you accomplished, right? I'm sure like maybe Dancy Rob even gets stuff like that. Like, oh, I just beat the world champ. Oh, uh, you don't dude, think Dancy Rob ever that. lost? But are you the world champ? Will you ever be the world champ in your lifetime? Probably not, right? Yeah. Probably not. Especially in Pokemon Go, this is not like this is not like some like like you know strongman contest where like you know you could just show up one day and outlifts like a guy that's been lifting for years right this is pokemon go yeah. like you can rps someone really hard gbl even like that's yeah. the craziest part about this right people feel the audacity to reach out to yakobovich after beating him in gbl like it's a blind three format it's so inconsequential that that's not even the format for the official circuit right that's yeah. what i'm saying i i beat the shadow mutual faster than your raid lobby did right who cares who cares like what's the flex right yeah yeah it's just like, I don't know. It's like, 
oh, I'm I'm so good. I picked Trevenant Lantern Knockdown, and Yakubovich picked Lantern Knockdown Trevenant, and I just <laughs> I'm, I'm so good at the game. Like, <laughs> even if y'all played him, who cares? The blind thing. I was tell, I was saying it earlier. I was GBLing. I was playing freaking Gardic Foam while drunk, right? Like, <laughs> like if you GG me after, I probably didn't even read it, right? And if I did, I probably didn't know what the heck was going on anyway. But yeah, yeah, I don't just, know, man. And just let's just step into Scroll Trapper's world for just 60 seconds here. Think about like a League of Legends champion, right? Think about how much flack they get online or like a Dota mm-hmm. champion. Think about that. Mm-hmm. Or think about uh, a winning soccer slash football team, right? That wins yeah. like the war- the World Cup. Think about how many people are just peanut gallery, just squawk boxing on Twitter. Like, eh, you're trash. You didn't get this because our best player was injured. Like yeah. all this stuff. Like, everyone has an excuse. Mm-hmm. Everyone has something they want to say. And, and honestly, it's unfortunate that you're dealing with it, but the dude, the old adage is true. If you're doing something meaningful, people are going to talk. People are going to have something to say about it, right? If you, yep. if people aren't saying things, aren't taking shots at you, maybe you should go make some waves, right? Yeah, because exactly. That's just the way life is. I don't know if your Kovic will hear this or not, but, uh, or if someone knows your Kovic can pass this along to him too, right? I mean, here's yeah. the thing, your Kovic. Before OCIC, no one was probably messaging you this stuff, right? They're messaging yep. you because you are significant in the community and you do have the skills, and they think it's impressive, right? I, I mean, I, I'm sure your coach was good at PP before. Maybe skill level is similar to just a few months ago in February, right? But it's because they know who you are, right? And you have meaning in this community. That's why they're doing it. So don't let them put you down, right? I know, obviously, like, it's easier said than done to be like, yeah, shake yeah. off the hatred and stuff. And, like, me and you, too, like, we've been, like, creators and commentators that like people have criticized us over stupid things all day long i had that one guy that um like he got amon targaryen like profile picture who was like oh why they didn't cable the cast uic i was like i, I remember i don't know i was like if you don't like my casting you don't like my casting but like and if people were defending me i was like dude it's fine like people are gonna yeah. be haters i was like look i hope you enjoy the stream right if you don't like me afterward it's not a big deal not everyone's gonna like me not everyone's gonna like my commentary not everyone's gonna like my youtube videos not everyone's gonna think i'm good at pp it is what it is i think this yeah. is actually really good like like reminder for those that are like kind of backseat battling when they see these play Pokemon streams and they're like, why didn't you do this? Or you should have done this or blah, 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 right? Like, <laughs> it's okay to say like, yeah, maybe they should have done that. Or like, you know, because I, I, I said that too when I was commenting. I was like, yeah, I was like, unfortunately, Kimmy Sweet didn't get the bias him off, but he still played great. I mean, and like, and I also acknowledged, I was like, misplaced will happen even at the highest level. You don't think that, like, you just got to think how few misplaced he did Leading up to that moment, how many games he had to play, how fatigued he is on stage, right? Thinking, trying to keep track of all this stuff. No one plays perfectly all the time, no matter how good you are. And I guarantee you, all these backseat battlers are not on stage themselves. And even if you've done it yourself, it doesn't mean you can do it in in that moment in time, too. I mean, some of the best people, like, I think Wadash is one of the best players in North America. Mm-hmm. It took him, what, seven, eight regionals? You don't see me saying, like, well, gosh, it only took me one regional. What's up with that, huh? Like, why didn't you throw that sky attack against the Charm Malone 19? No, like, that's just so, like, toxic, right? It's just, like, like it'll happen. Like, there's things going on in people's lives, too. Like, it's just, like, they might, they might have, like, lost count or, like, something threw them off. They're having a bad morning. It could be a thousand things, right? It's just, yeah. like, something to think about whenever you're making these kind of comments on Twitch streams and stuff, too. Because these aren't, like, like, there's the toxic, like, sexist, misogynistic, yeah. like, you know, shallow comments. Which is but a whole... Yeah, which is a whole yeah. different thing that I think a whole most different category of, of evil. Yeah. yeah. 
But I think it's this kind of stuff that like these kind of comments still do affect people, right? And you have to understand that a lot of these battlers, when they battle, they're going to look back, right? You don't think I looked at the comments? Of course I looked at the comments, right? And and, and I'm going to see people criticize my gameplay. And like like for some people, that, that hits harder than, you know, for others. I care yeah. less, to be honest, at this point. You want to hit on me? Hey, man, I welcome yeah. Squirrel Trapper. I welcome you to comment a thousand comments on every one of these videos, man. I'll probably skip 999 of them, but <laughs> great for the algorithm, right? Yeah, dude. Well, one more point I want to make, right? Who this is? This should be like a super easy answer. Who's the most prolific three point shooter in the NBA right now? Uh, I know this. Is, I know this is a tough question because there's no way. Steph no, no, it, no, no. There's there's no like there's huh. no like way around it, right? Just I think the public would would agree. Steph Curry is like. Oh, one I thought you meant like, there's like a specific percentage or something. Oh, okay. No, no, no. Okay. okay. I, but, you just mean like I'm, general. Subjective. I mean, just in general. Yeah. Like everyone thinks that Steph Curry is like you know right now currently the king of three point three-point yeah. shooting right yeah his percentage in the nba this season was 42.6 percent. he was seventh in the nba in three-point <laughs> yeah. efficiency and that's the thing right like mm -hmm. he's shooting at 42 percent, and it's hard to argue that he's not one of the best in the world so when you go in there and you go 18 and one at ocic you're hitting all of those threes baby but look mm -hmm. when you miss a couple shots that's what people are going to think about yeah. right and I sincerely hope that, like you said earlier, I hope that Jakobovic, I hope that Andrus, I hope that Palasha, I hope that anyone who's felt like their achievements and their accomplishments in the championship championship series have been downplayed, I hope that they they hear this and that they actually reflect on it and they choose to build a thicker skin because it would honestly be heartbreaking if we mm -hmm. don't see Palasha compete, if Andres feels like she can't come back and compete after Worlds, if Jakobovic doesn't perform well and, and feels mentally like he can't compete anymore. Yeah. It would be a tragedy to see those young, incredible players not compete because of a few people that just run their mouths. 100% agree. And honestly, for all those three trainers or anyone going to Worlds, you go to Worlds. Like I said, like, you know, I was joking around. or like, man, I feel awful about myself. Dude, you uh, like it, it might it might, you know, all of us want to win Worlds if we qualify and stuff like that. But at the end of the day, like that is a huge accomplishment. You know how many people have tried and gone to so many regionals and still have not qualified. Right. And like it's, it's not I'm not making fun of those people. It's a hard thing to do. Getting your ticket to Japan is a huge accomplishment in itself. Yep. Obviously, we all want to do well there. And like it's okay to like feel sad about it if you don't do well, right? If anyone doesn't do well, but at the end of the day, like like you said, like hopefully, like regardless of the results of if you go to Japan and you compete and stuff, like you should be very yeah. proud of what you did. And again, like yeah. eighteen and one, I don't care where you, I don't care who you are, where you're in the world, right? You you go to OCIC and you try to go nineteen and zero, right? You try to go eighteen and zero, right? You try to not take a single game loss. That is hard to do, right? I don't care like how good you are. You can talk about the skill level. I don't care if you're playing a bunch of five year olds, right? You know, five year old could bring a shadow grandpa into your Altaria and you're screwed, right? Like it doesn't it doesn't matter what the situation is. So like obviously you know we don't have to get. I, I mean, I know we did a segment with Butters, like, oh, who do you think is the best? But like you know, that's just like based on our own power rankings. But at the end of the day, like yeah. it's. Like what Yakovovich accomplished, what people like Paul Lasha, Human Catcher Bug Rise accomplished, those are not easy, right? 90% plus win rates. Dude, I can only dream of that, man. Like, I didn't have a 90% win rate probably on day one. Like, I was, dude, I barely broke even against Ramberto. I, I actually was under. I was like 45% against him alone, right? And it's just, it's just ironic. You put the people, you put the peanut gallery, right? You pull them out of the stands, you put them on the court and you ask them to do what Palash has done, do what Jakobovic and human catch buck have done. They can't do it. 
No, they can't do it. They can't do it. They they're do they're it. loud in the stands. When you put them on the court, dude, they can't make a single yeah. shot. And I think all these players too, they know what it takes. And also part of it is like, yeah, there's a little luck involved in it too. They know that all these people saying this stuff can't do it either. <laughs> you know? Yeah, exactly. And if you could do it, hey. Let us know. You know, if you can't do, if you think you can do it, and you're one of those critics of these people, you drop a comment down below. You write your username, and you go to the next tournament. I'll see you in Fresno. <laughs> I'll see you at NEIC. Do what they did. All right? Don't yep. say it after the fact. Do it beforehand and make your call. And, hey, if you make it, congrats. But trust me, 90% win rate, 95% win rate, dude, good luck. Good luck. Good luck. Good luck. Anyway, that was uh, some hot tea, baby. <laughs> for sure, for sure. I'm back. Uh, it's good to be back, though, from uh, Milwaukee, and um, we'll be uh, we'll be meeting up in California. Dude, the That's grind cool. don't stop. See you in in CA. The grind don't stop. The regional grind, but most importantly, the Pampor XL grind. Oh my God, dude! Great. No. You, you, you Monkey think King Caleb. We have three level mega three Gyarados for a coincidence? Nah, dude. I'm about to get all those water XLs. <laughs> Kyogre too, man. I do it oh all. Slowbro. Uh, I'm I'm gonna call um I'm gonna call Animal Control on you, dude. You're the Monkey King. <laughs> yeah, they can make a documentary about me. They had the, <laughs> oh, they had the Tiger King ready. They have them. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. But anyway, uh, always a great time chatting with you and our listeners listening in and stuff and reading your comments. Uh, we will, I don't know if the hot, when the hops is coming guys, I, I, I can't say it's, it's, we're, we're working with a politician's timeline these days, you know, you know what they say, right? They're like, Oh, we're going, when they go in office, before we go office, we're going to do this. We're going to do that. Right. <laughs> and here they are. <laughs> no camera, no Bastion street. No hot chip. Hey, hey, I will, hey, hey, we'll sort it out. Think, uh, uh, we agreed though with the veteran bet though. We like that. Sure. Yeah, All let's right. do it. The the Breloom so, Probo Pass liquidation. That's pretty fun. Yeah. It's, it's, it's only a day. Yeah. Yeah. What's what's zero and twenty five? Right. What's <laughs> Dude, it wouldn't be that bad. It'd be like it'd be like five and twenty. Yeah, because by the end of it, the last five you're facing are like like in the three hundred low range. Like they're like almost bots at that point. Like they're running like wheels. Yeah, they're using like one thousand CP like like pound wiggly tough. Imagine getting to veteran and be like and and announcing a tanking stream. No, because no, because the loser wouldn't even beat the veteran. You're still like you're barely at ace at best. Yeah, like I said, it's it's just like. It's like the rich get richer kind of philosophy. Like the next, <laughs> they're going to just keep going towards legend while you're like struggling behind, right? Uh, well, think about something for the legend bet. Um, you think on the handicap if you want it or not. But oh uh, my God. Okay. I, I will, I will throw this in the into consideration. You could pass sure. on it as if you want or not. I will still be down to fully perm my hair if I lose because I didn't, I didn't lose this time, right. right? So that's pretty bad, sure. right? I, I, All right. I don't think you'll want to do another hot chip <laughs> after this one. No, honestly. I don't think so either. Yeah, I'm a little nervous for you, not going to lie. We'll figure it out. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, thanks all for tuning in. Great time as always. Episode 102. And, oh, I forgot too. For those that are tuning in, there's probably a new intro and outro to this podcast. Hey. I haven't edited it yet, but that's my plan because – um, get my car service tomorrow. I'll be stuck at the dealership for a while. But I got some ideas for that. If you like the intro and the outro, the new one, 
let me know. If you hate it, too freaking bad, man. I spent too much time on this. <laughs> <laughs> we ain't changing it. Yeah. If you hate it and your your name is Squirrel Trapper, then you know I did it right. I I done it. Right for sure. But anyway, thanks all for tuning in, and we will catch you all later. And if you're going to be at Fresno, we'll see you there. Bring your basket counters, baby.